in the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and over, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. On it this time. We're back. On it this time. I think we were just blabbing uh, last week. Are you saving it? No. Oh. I missed the, I missed the <laughs> there. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you can just do it any time. <laughs> 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 
That's the fashionably late caribou call. Better, uh, better late than never. Better yeah. late than never. That's I'll right. pull your mic just a little bit closer. There you go. You'll find the sweet spot. Okay. But if we do that, that's just, you know, it's easy like it. Sound good? Yeah, perfect. There it is. Sexy. There Sexy it is. Voice. There it is. Um, we had a little snafu for people that are watching on YouTube. Um, our TV... <laughs> Our TV Man. fell off the wall um, when we came into the studio today, and it was just on the ground, and there's wood all over the place. I actually patched up a couple of the pieces back up there. Yeah. Um, so for the YouTube listeners, sorry, you're just going to have to um, – well, we might do something to add the, mean, add some video, s- add some, uh, some some of the pictures in there. I'm going to have to do something. You can still see our ugly mugs and Oliver and, and Gabby, our lovely Gabby here. Um, but, yeah, the TV – uh, image video imagery is uh yeah we're gonna have to uh, uh well, we're I'll, under, I'll, ma- under maintenance we're under maintenance yeah and i will say um always go to the stud oh, when you're putting the tv up the old donatello yep. we're gonna have to give him a ring yep old don magic wand yep. our, our maintenance guy put that up uh something. it lasted a while though yeah i'm surprised actually because there's been some earthquakes like there was like Three in a row, right? Like three yeah. days, like almost three days. Like every other day, there was a big one. That's to just I, loosen it up. Yep, loosen it up, yeah. and that was it. This whole building, it, it gets a little shifty, especially when, you know, it gets cold and things freeze up. All the all those those earthquakes, I had never felt the one, though. Never felt my No, I don't know if I was driving or, like, doing something And I feel them at my house at turn again. I mean, I, weren't they all during the middle of the day? Uh, one was, at, one was out, I was in the bottom of the Egan Center. Mm. At that conference, yo, everyone was panicked because, like, <laughs> when the big one was in 2018, we had the same con- – it was the same date, the same time we were all at the Sheraton, and it was, like, cr- just crazy. So everyone just, like, again. <laughs> like, half the people, like, oh jumped out God. of their chairs, like, to get out of the Egan Center. Me, too. I was like, I'm not staying here. Like, I'm not going to be buried <laughs> under this place. Wow, that's cr- – what a crazy coincidence. It was literally the s- same day? Yeah, it's a Friday, right? Yeah, it was a Friday. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that 18 was a shaker. Yeah. Probably the biggest one I can remember living here in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just had one in Fairbanks, and we were having, like, a, an exercise, and everyone kind of was joking around, like, do you guys organize this? Is this part of the exercise? Because the whole building started shaking. And we're <laughs> oh, like, wow. Like, middle of an exercise, and everybody's like, oh, what was that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned. No, it was not yeah. planned, but we'll take yeah. credit for it. Man, they're yeah. getting good with these Timing exercises. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Threw a little wrinkle in there. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but that's that. They're not. They're actually. They're not funny. They're scary. <laughs> I don't. I don't do. Yeah. The when the, when, when that when that big one get, came, I had a a caribou up on on, on my uh, fireplace. We don't have a caribou in here. Um, I came home and obviously it's on the but my dog is just like rah, 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 like gnawing on the skull. <laughs> Remy did. She like ate half the thing. Homeboy was able to like fix it somehow. Um, he's retired now. But Greggy. Yeah, old Greggy out there. Yeah. I think he's retired. He's still got his sign out in front of his... He does good work, man. He fixed that thing what from was the earthquake. Name of his, what's the name of his deal? Um, Snowy Mountain? Snowy Mountain. Snowy Mountain. Yeah, taxidermist. Old Glen Highway. The Butte. Yeah, man. Y'all been to the Butte before? <laughs> You're <No>? missing out. <laughs> like the mountain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> off the old Glen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What? Right past the meth station o- Oliver, you never, you never fished Jim Creek, bro? No, <laughs> oh, dude, what? And just Man, everybody tagging it on. His you know, spirit. I thought I thought you were one of the greatest fishermen I've ever seen. But <laughs> yeah, if you no. haven't fished Jim Creek, 
not yeah. quite to that level yeah, yet. Yeah. All right, show's <laughs> over. <laughs> have you ever fished out I have salmon? fished Jim Creek, and I've got um, silvers out of there before. Yeah. It's yeah. such a unique, like, fishery, the way you fish it. Yeah. I mean, because well, I've, I've fished. I fish where I walk back behind, like, have you guys been back there at all? No. you never been back there? Like, okay, so it's Connect, a big, like, River, uh, it's a big, Connect like, glacier. ATV riding place. Like, you go back there and ride to the glacier and stuff like that. And so there's, like, always tons of people riding back there. But when it's, the silvers are in, there's a bunch of people fishing. Okay. And there's, like, a main area that goes, like, in the middle of where everyone's riding, which is crazy. And that's, like, really... Uh, the tide determines like where people are standing and stuff. It's real salty. And but I always went past cross Jim Creek and then that first little like sand dune up mm-hmm. there, like back behind yeah. there where it's more like riverish. Yeah. Where it actually starts heading up to the lake. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we've pulled some out of there. Yeah. It's just like uh, all spring and summer. It's like a spot you would you'd cross Jim Creek, you know, with your ATVs or four wheelers to run the Knick Valley up into the you know basic headwaters of the river and where the glacier starts and uh it's just a weird it's weird that you you in august you can go out there you know 6 a.m or whatever and you can catch silvers in a creek you're otherwise like atv and through all the time is it like real silty or is it very very silty it's like almost impossible to see the fish okay but i've never fished it um like past the dunes and like up toward the lake me they're only right behind the dunes yeah. yeah so um it's just it's just always kind of like funny to me i i used to die hard it and i, I haven't fished it in probably a decade now it's What's shoulder it's shoulder to shoulder and it's just kind of like yeah i mean but the locals that live out there you know they, they're five minutes away they can run their side by side from their house and go get a limit of silvers and throw them on the smoker that night that is pretty yeah. cool yeah, and they'll just camp out there. I mean, there's nothing secret about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hell no. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go, like, in the morning and go fish and then jump on your wheeler and go to the glacier later in the afternoon and come yeah. back and grab another shift and call a day. It's it's actually kind of a cool Yeah, a really cool thing activity. About, about going a ride there is once you get to a certain part and you're close to that mountain, the sheep from that mountain come all the way down and they're, like, on the trail. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So you'll be riding, there's like, oh, shit, there's a sheep right there. You know, and there's be like a whole bunch of sheep. And sometimes they're literally like right on the trail. Yeah, they will. The and young, sometimes the they'll be right up will. close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see a lot of wildlife there, bears and moose. It's like it's a just south-facing like rock point, wolf rock. Yeah. It comes right off the mountain, off um, uh, the, uh, that'd be the, the Chugach range, I guess, right? Yeah, that'd still be the Chugach range. Mm-hmm. On the backside, anyway, and it's just like a sunbathing, like grazing area for the sheep, and they're not shy to the ATVs, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it's like they're used to it. Yeah, we'll have to check it out, Cabby. Yeah, that you guys. Awesome. Yeah, if you guys got ATVs, yeah. you should go for a ride. How far of a walk is it? We don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, a walk. Oh, you uh, could I, walk in there for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. you could drive your truck in there. Oh, oh yeah, you got your Yoda out there. Is that yours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude, you can rally that thing back. Jacked up, easy, dude. Jacked up taco or what? Ah, uh, it's not. No, you don't even have to be oh, jacked okay. up. No, well, I mean, no. I just assumed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toyota guy from Fairbanks for sure. Yeah, yeah. lift on yeah. that thing. <laughs> I mean, we just rally it anyways. Just that, hey, that's yeah. what they're built for. Yeah. Now, yeah, you can if the if the water's not too high, you can actually drive your truck in there. And Toyotas are perfect because the trail gets a little tight. Okay. Nice. Yeah, you can take it all the way to the glacier. I mean, guys, are stock pickups will drive back there all the time. And you just got to clean the silt and stuff out of there. But yeah. that'd be the move if you're just going to fish. Yeah. 
Yeah, go back Start there and just there. drop the tailgate and. Nice. Yeah, drop yeah. some row in there and fish. It's it's pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to Alaska Wild Project episode number ninety two. In the house we have. I'm gonna mess this up. Oliver and Cans. That's right. Yeah, and Gabby Mordini. Yep. Thanks for coming. Um, on Instagram. Before I announce what your Instagram thing is, because everyone has to check out Oliver's page, I have dubbed it in my personal book as the number one fishing page to look at. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as the beauty of the pictures and the size of the fish that you catch and the places that you're at, I think that it's number one. Thanks, man. I think it's number one. Thank you. Um, there's some other That's good ones out lot, there. Dude. Yeah. But in my personal yeah. book, um, and if you're into looking at really, really cool pictures, what, well, what's cool is it's not just um, like a certain species or a certain river or a certain time of year. You like kind of hit the whole like Alaska spectrum, I want to say. And chasing stuff all year, you know, you have to. Yeah. You know? So my yeah. first question is, um, are you Canadian? No, <laughs> Michigan. Okay. Oh, okay. From, uh, Upers. Okay, because his because your handle right is Ollie A. O l l e y a e h. I think you're the first person to actually guess that, like Canadian or or, or somewhere. Okay, so there, they yeah. t- they talk like that in Michigan too. They say A in the like UP. The, in the UP, oh, some guys UP, will say A. So I said the Upers. The Upers. Yeah, the Upers. Yeah, the Upers. The Upers and the, the trolls are all below the bridge there. So oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's a um, it's like a Midwest um, like uh, accent almost kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's super Canadian. I mean, playing yeah. the hockey guys and people that play hockey and a lot of canadians and watching yeah, hockey yeah. like a yeah. is like yeah the canadian yeah because you get it up in the dakotas and dude. stuff too right mm-hmm. up in the nor- northern midwest yeah yep yep mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know if like a accent is really maybe that's like a little overboard but yeah. it, there's just a um like a there's a kind of like a like a like a twang to it there's like yeah yeah you, know, you can hear it it yeah. says yeah. like it's real like the a for someone that like grew up saying it, it's real natural. Like yep. it just kind of flows, and like yep. it, you don't think anything of it. But if someone like in the lower part of Michigan says it, you're kind of like, nah, that was weird. Like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't see it right. Yeah, like, it's like when you first learn to cuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're saying it wrong. <laughs> like, this kid's brand new. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. He just started cussing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you shit fucker. And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> no, you didn't really say that right. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> man, the, the quality of the fish. Amazing, yeah. amazing. And we would show you guys all on the TV right now, but it fell down. <laughs> um, but we'll post some up. If that. you want to see it, and if you're listening to this, please go um, to our Instagram page. We're going to be posting a bunch of the pictures up there. We've already have shared a bunch of your stuff on our stories. Um, but when the show comes out, we'll share a bunch more so you guys can check it out at our Instagram. And definitely check out Oliver at his Instagram, Ollie, A-O-L-L-E-Y-E-H, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oliver, do you go by Ollie? Like sometimes. for short or like a nickname? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, just kind of Oliver, Ollie, either one. Gabby, do you call him Ollie? No. No. <laughs> just full so name? I was like, no, he doesn't go by that. No. <laughs> okay, okay. But people see his Instagram and they're like. Does anyone call uh-huh. you Ollie in your family? Not in my family, no. A couple, no. couple buddies do, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My dad calls me Danny. 
Which I hate if anyone else calls me Danny, but he calls me Dan. It's okay. Yeah, I'm never calling you that. Dan is the worst. <laughs> like, don't call me Dan. If you call me Dan, only only person that can call me Dan is is uh, Liska. Oh, Dan. Yeah, he Dan. calls me Dan. Like Dan. forever. <laughs> Cody. Scruffy you guys one. know Cody <laughs> from uh, Crude Mag. He's a cool dude. Well, he Big does call you Dan. He calls me Dan. He says it's so matter of fact that it's. Like, I know. Like, like can't I can't say, even correct him, dude. No. I like just <laughs> I says like, it. I'm like, okay, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that gets it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, you got it, man. You get that. Everyone else I correct, I'm like, no, it's Daniel. <laughs> um, let's start with some of the history. Like, you're in the Air Force, mm -hmm. right? That's what brought you here? Yep. From directly from Michigan, is this your first uh, tour or, you know, your first, how many years in the, in the Air Force are you? So I've been in for nine years. Uh, my first uh, duty station was uh, New Jersey, and I was there for about 18 months, so... I uh, enlisted in Michigan and then went to basic training in San Antonio. And then uh, from there, just New Jersey and sat there for 18 months. And it was, I mean, it was fun. I mean, the op outdoor opportunities in New Jersey are, like, you don't really think of it as, like, an outdoor place. But they had some pretty good fishing. I mean, I caught, like, one of the biggest brown trout I've ever caught. Oh, really? In New Jersey. Yeah, it was kind of really funky. It was a stocked fish, but it was still, like, cool. Yeah. It was a big fish. Big and, monster. Uh, yeah, it was cool. And it was then, quite good too, huh? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, it was kind of a weird thing. I was actually fishing in a place I wasn't really. It was like owned by like this fishing club, so I wasn't supposed to be there. But okay, all they would do is kick you out. So I'd go in yeah. there and fish for a while, and then they'd kick me out. <laughs> and then uh, oh, I'm not supposed to be here, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they're See like this beautiful trout. Like, okay, bye guys. Yeah, like you were here last <laughs> week. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're so, a Chuck E. Cheese, but you don't have kids. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I spent there, spent 18 months there, and then got orders to Alaska. And Was that uh, choice number one? Did you have a choice? Oh, like, you yeah. get to choose, like, what the... So we get, like, this... In the Air Force, we get, like, this dream sheet, and you can put, like, I don't know, 10 overseas bases or something, and it was, like... You can put, like, 10 overseas bases and 10 stateside bases, and Alaska is technically considered an overseas base. Okay. Oh, wow. And we would... They had, like eight options for alaska it was like alaska all alaska general alaska remote alaska fairbanks anchorage like every alaska option i put it on my dream sheet and that was all i had on there that was it oh like, so you're oh, going alaska yeah, i was like i want to go to alaska and then they sent me to new jersey and i was like you gotta <laughs> what? yeah not but, even close man no not even close but um junior new jersey was fun i mean we'd take the train up uh uh from the base there and um <clears throat> take the train up and uh, and go to hockey games and stuff in new york and yeah. go go hang out at the bars and it was a great time get some city life yeah a little bit yeah, yeah. as much as i can handle which isn't a lot but yeah, you know small slivers. Yeah, yeah a little bit and then make some runs up to maine and fish and new york and it, it was a great time but yeah alaska's my opinion alaska's the best higher times better yeah the best yep. yeah you can say it we're yeah. The best. oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you were when you were doing the um like New York, Maine stuff. Were you fishing like the um, man? I, my buddy uh, John lives out there. He, man, they catch huge salt, uh, huge king salmon runs and stuff that are. I think they're like hatchery styles. They're going to the lakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the Great Lakes all get like the the kings and cohos, and then yeah, they get right. some Atlantics like up in like the Sioux Falls area in Michigan, like way up north, and um, you know. 
but they don't get like chums and they get some pinks and stuff too but um i was mostly chasing steelhead up in new york so mm. i have like okay. love steelhead fishing i heard it's good fishing though it is it's really good um yeah. And they, you know, there's a big debate on whether those are steelhead or not, but oh, it's kind of like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're big fish and they're super fun to catch. So you can call them steelhead. You can call them rainbows. I don't care. It yeah. doesn't matter. They're fun to catch. So yeah. um, I was mostly targeting steelhead up there though. So, okay. and then in uh, Maine, we were doing like brook trout and, yeah. and uh, okay. yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. He mentioned just the quality of fish that were mm-hmm. returning as far as, you know, you catch 25, 30 pound fish yeah. Yeah. all day long. I'm like, man, on fly rods, that's got to just be yeah. a ball. Yeah, and I was actually, um, I fly fished, uh, I've been fly fishing for a long time, but um, I was doing like center pins and spinning gear and, and oh, stuff yeah. like that, and yeah, running like jigs and uh, nice like spawn bags and stuff. Just as fun, huh? Kind of everything, yeah, yeah, a little bit of everything, so cool. super fun. Who, who who got you into that? Who taught you that stuff? My dad taught me, he's not a fisherman, and that's kind of like, I'll talk to him now, and then he's like, I haven't been fishing in five years. He's like, he just doesn't fish. He oh. fished because I love to fish, but he introduced me to it, and oh. I was like three years old, and yeah. he handed me a fly rod, and he's like, um, you know, we went to this pond, and I was born in Montana, and uh, so we went to like this hatchery pond, and this guy just had it in his backyard, and they had huge rainbows in there, like 36, 37 inch rainbows. Oh. And, <laughs> Yeah, and I remember it's like one of my first memories, like running around on shore, picking up grasshoppers and throwing them in the water, and watching these giant rainbows Just, come up and hammer them. Man, yeah, it was so fun. And uh, we threw a big foam grasshopper out there, and and uh, that was like the first thing. And then we kept one and ate it for dinner. And it was like I remember, like remember that very vividly. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was super fun. So um, yeah, from a young age, he uh, got me interested in the outdoors, and then. He fished because I loved it so much, and then yeah. everywhere we went, I had to fish. I was like, I have to fish. Yeah. Like, man, I what a cool dad, man. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I never ice fished till my son, like, my son is, a, my oldest son is, like, addicted to fishing. No. Like, addicted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to take them and do stuff that, I mean, obviously, I can take them to do stuff that I know to do, you know, fly fishing and salmon fishing and trout fishing on the rivers. Um, but he's the one that got me wanting to go ice fishing. Like, I'd never done it. And he's like, well, why don't we have the stuff? Like, you know, and he's, like, the kid that has his face in the hole. He doesn't care what the temperature is. Like, he's trying to go. Yeah. And that's probably why he's home sick right now because we were out there on, <laughs> on Friday when it was freezing. Um, but he that your dad's story, like, reminds me of, like, my son now is, like, wanting to do all these other things. And he has, like, these lists of fish that he wants to catch. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to get a red. He wants to go to this place and go, go get this and go to this place and go to Hawaii when we go. He wants to get this. So I probably normally, where I'm just into, like, fly fishing on rivers, he wants to do all these other types of fishing and it just got me kind of excited. So I can see your dad's point of view. When you see your your son or your daughter's, you know, eyes light up with something they want to do, like, even if it's not your thing, you're going to make it your thing. Yeah. And I think that that is rad that yeah. your dad did that. Like, what he sparked in you? You know what I mean? Like a lifetime yeah. now. Of oh, yeah, fishing. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I can't can't shake it. It's an obsession yeah. now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fully addicted. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your dad's name? Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew and Ken. Call him Andy? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I call him dad. <laughs> I call him Don't dad. Don't you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So when you were growing up then in Montana, fishing there, and then 
when did you go to Michigan? I was only three when I moved from Montana to Michigan. Okay. So it was like I was three years old, and he put a flyer right in my hand, and then uh, and then we moved like that same year. So yeah. yeah, the same year I learned how to ski too, and and started playing hockey. I like the next year I get moved to Michigan. So um, you have yeah. to play hockey. Yeah, <laughs> I just jumped hockey. right into that yeah. Midwest yeah. last yeah. year. Yeah, I was like <laughs> three and four were big years for me. Holy smokes! Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You crack the first beer then, too? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Common first 30-incher. Yeah. <laughs> Been drinking Rainier ever since. Yeah. Bush light. How, yeah. How was it? I wasn't growing up in Michigan, man. I, I mean, I most folks I've ever talked to about it, they loved it. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like, where I grew up, it was pretty small. You mm -hmm. know, it was... Um, I mean, was it was like the a, town? Grand Rapids, but it okay. was like a... Like Ada. It's a big hockey town, isn't it? Yeah, Grand Rapids mm. is big. Yeah, mm. and I grew up in Ada and went to like Forest Hills, Forest Hills Eastern. And um, yeah, when I was growing up there, it was still pretty small. Like yeah. it wasn't, you know, we, you know, we could ride our bikes wherever we wanted. Now, you know, we go back and well, nobody lives there anymore. My whole family moved away. It just got like word. The street that I live on is crazy. Yeah. I mean. Like it grew yeah. huge. Oh, mm -hmm. populations. There's like, yeah, there's like a Coles <laughs> clothing outlet store right there now. Oh, it's it's yeah. crazy. I mean, there's like a hosp giant hospital like right like a quarter mile from my house. It yeah. just got nuts and like that all used to be trees and woods and we used to see deer people, you know, see deer all the time and you just don't see any of that stuff anymore. So it just blew up and yeah. and uh so yeah, but I mean that area was nice when I was growing up. You know, we could drive ride our bikes ten miles to go fishing. Did yeah, you lure your dad fun. to go ice fishing too then? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And he, and he, he bought a boat because of me, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go We're gonna go bass fishing today. And it was yeah. Like, it, was, it was awesome. Oh, was right on. Now, I, I, you know, I've seen these um, ice houses that these dudes have out there in, like, Michigan and Minnesota. It's next level. It's like a motorhome on ice. Is that, yeah. Did you guys eventually get to one of those? Mm, no. We've yeah. always been real minimal like whatever almost like borderline what you can carry like yeah. mostly what you can carry and drag by yourself but those ice those ice i mean it's like a cabin you know it's a trailer oh it's, yeah you know they're crazy and they are on like hydraulics and you can lower them down to the ice and like oh i didn't know that oh yeah they're crazy <laughs> those guys in minnesota on like devil's lake they drag them out there and i mean they're crazy they're cool we got satellite tv yeah. and it almost like takes away from the experience but i at the same time i get it like it's cool yeah well if you have like yeah. a wife or kids that not into it like oh we're <laughs> gonna just go and you guys can you know eat chili and watch the game yeah you know yeah. or whatever yeah i think i think it's just a different element of the experience i think so you know yeah. to have that like extra mm -hmm. glamping mm -hmm. gucci stuff yeah. yeah i mean i i guess it it's a pretty cool thought of like Getting up and having coffee and making bacon and eggs and then like grabbing a rod and being like, Hoop. yeah, yeah, we're hearing like they have these the line wrapped around a wheel with bells in it and if we'll, you know oh. fish takes it the wheel starts spinning and the bells start going oh so you just wake up and cooking wow. breakfast and you hear the bells start <laughs> ding, going ding, oh, ding. I got one I'm cook throw that in the pan too damn wow yeah. that hasn't really we'll like taken off though. here no I don't know I think they're expensive is that why but I'm surprised there hasn't I haven't even seen one have you seen one anywhere you've seen like one? the big giant ones have you seen those uh, well, seen kind or even of like a nice like nice. little ones on lake okay Louise, I feel. like the yeah. yeah like the plywood shacks with the heaters and okay wood stoves or whatever yeah, yeah those are all over yeah so. I would say they were shacks yeah would yeah. be like their highest level of yeah 
I, I would you think know, that if you, someone started selling that shit, like people would buy it. I think so. Yeah, you know, I mean, the there, fancy, there fancy kits, ones. There are kits and things that guys can do, but I think it's just like getting them out there, and you know, yeah, it'd be pretty diehard. Well, I if you haul a house like, out on Lake Louise, you're gonna go there like every weekend, and yeah, but like, why it, buy the know? cabin when you just get the nice thing and you can be on the lake? Like, how many days are you allowed to stay the night on the lake? <laughs> I mean, is there a role for that? I don't think so. I mean, there's, no. yeah, you know what I mean? Cause like certain campgrounds, you get like five days and you have to like, oh, move. no, no, there's, yeah. you can leave that thing out there all winter. Yeah. Is that what they do out in Michigan? Like people just like set oh, up for the winter. I don't know about, yeah. know about in Michigan. I mean, I, I, I assume so. I know they do it here. You got to haul out a big yeah. ass. Like, I think I just solved the homeless the problem. Lake. Well, a lot of the, the problem <laughs> with Michigan is you're not dri- dirty. You're not driving on the lakes in Michigan, generally speaking. Like, you're, oh. yeah, you can't drive out there. You can't take your truck out because it's not thick enough. Mm-mm. No, oh. you will. I mean, we'll get like you know six to eight inches ice, but yeah. I'm not driving. I mean, you're technically can drive your truck on. Eight inches. So they're dragging these things with the snow. They call it snow go there, right? uh snowmobile okay yeah yeah snowmobile yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, some guys how do they drag them out how do they drag them out there usually snow snow machines snowmobiles yeah, snow whatever you want to call it yeah the, <laughs> snow yeah yeah Slides. you're right you know because we get like 18 inches of ice and then you oh. know a, a greater can mm-hmm. big lake you know can yeah can clean the snow off we're getting yeah. four feet in fairbanks Four feet of ice? Oh, yeah. And the semis go what? across there. Oh, yeah. We get semi trucks on the lakes up there. Oh, man. Yeah. So, what do you, when you do the, um, the auger extension on those? Yeah, you got the major <laughs> yeah. auger extension. I wish you guys could pull up some pictures, but oh, yeah, man. we had a. Yeah, so this, do we, man. This past spring. Look, as we look at that wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this past spring, we had two extensions on an auger, and uh, there was a ton of overflow, and they're, they're awesome great awesome pictures but <laughs> i don't keep rubbing just it keep talking i don't keep it. rubbing it now. is it in your on your instagram i think so all right i'm gonna yeah, try to scan go, for it man. well the lady tried to sell me the extender when i bought my auger like yeah. a couple years ago and i was like what? i have one but I've never i was like what i need to go like six feet for like yeah. this is yeah. this is crazy <laughs> like i was just using the hand one yesterday like this is good enough now, now are you referring to like harding lake and like birch like mm. those those will get yeah. to like four foot yeah 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 but we were on a on a different lake that um, we get a lot of overflow out there too so it's like really hard on augers and um when you pick, like, you drill down a long ways and you got to pull your auger yep. out to clear out all the ice and snow and stuff, well, it would get wedged in there with all that slush and stuff. So oh, we ended shit. up grabbing an auger and we ripped one. We were pulling on it so hard and I, like, was deadlifting it, like, just pulling it up. And Straight I ripped up. the handle off, ripped one handle off oh. it. And we jammed some wrenches. My buddy ran back to his truck, snow machine back to his truck, grabbed some wrenches and jammed them in the holes that were the handles were. And then we took... And I was like reefing on it again. I ripped the other handle off, but the throttle stayed connected. So we jammed more wrenches in the other side. So I was sitting there holding the auger, and someone was had to operate the throttle. But we had like four feet of, you know, we were drilling through like five feet, five and a half feet of ice. And it was a ton of ice. And we broke one auger. We brought two augers out there and broke both. Ten inches too? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we need them for Lakers. Well, I mean, just see, I knew them, it. Just I knew it. I've been trying to tell these guys, man. Everyone makes fun of my ten incher. No, you need. <laughs> I, I've been saying like the, no, the that. Ten that ten didn't sound right. 
<laughs> Oliver's over there laughing. No, but when I got it, I was like, yeah, I might as well get the big one. Like, yeah. I got big goals to try yeah. to get big fish. Like, yeah. I'm not going to get this little, like, six-inch one or eight-inch one. Like, I want the hot boy. Yeah. The Mako yeah. 10, yeah. man. Give the, me yeah. the Mako 10. The, yeah. You want the big hole, man. Like, yeah. it's just nice. Yeah. You can see. It's just... Yeah. I don't know, I man. Clean a little extra slush out of there. Yeah. I feel so manly when I just put yeah. that thing on. Yeah. I'm like, watch out, my yeah, dad. <laughs> yeah, I guess my brother has an eight-inch, uh, eight-inch auger, and I got the, I got that Mako ten. Yeah, you know what? But I, I'm just thinking about like five feet of ice, four feet of ice, mm-hmm. even like pulling a fish through. Th- it's like one thing to get it to the bottom of the ice. Yeah. Okay, and then of course there's mm-hmm. water in the ice, but mm-hmm. it's like, man, it's got to take some finesse to like. It, like pull the fish through that tube right like yeah it's a lot of like reeling up as far as you can and then like poking trying to maneuver the fish around with the end of your ice rod oh okay. yeah you're like sticking your arm down the hole it's fun okay yeah so you're actually getting your arm wet oh, yeah. when you're mm-hmm. when you're in ice that deep mm-hmm. okay yeah De- you know it depends if it's if it's like big lake trout or something yeah you, they come up sideways you're like well all right, there's nothing you can do about yeah it. lake trout like to spin mm-hmm. too so they'll get all wrapped up and do crazy. the death spin mm-hmm yeah I can't find the picture. Beautiful lake trout, man. That, those are one of my favorite fish they're to catch. So, they're so fun. Yeah. Holy smokes, are they so fun? Yeah, and I imagine, and I, I've got a um, like an acquaintance buddy that prides himself on uh, pretty high uh, rate of ice fishing success. He's you know crosswinds Lake Louise, one mm-hmm. of those guys that pretty hardcore solo. Mm-hmm. Just did a badass ex- expedition run up in um, Canada. Yeah. Man, I think he rode like hundreds of miles on his snow machine. Two trailers. Holy smoke. Like haul haul it in, haul it out, like by full, himself. Full, by himself. Well, he normally goes by himself, but this particular trip he did meet with a buddy that he became friends with in Canada that mm-hmm. joined him. Okay. That didn't want to let him go by himself. He was gonna go by himself. But I mean, it just sounded kind of I mean, there's solo hunts and there's things you do solo, mm-hmm. but that seems pretty extreme. Yeah. To go that far out in the bush alone i mean i know yeah. a lot of guys do it up in the up in the bush and you know native culture and whatnot that that run crazy you know distances solo but mm-hmm. anyway um is he on the run what's that is he on the run for on lake. the run yeah for lake trout <laughs> 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 yeah anyway he he uh you know he's very um passionate about like proper release methods mm-hmm. on lake trout yeah and uh, i imagine you've had a lot of um practice yeah with that and, yeah. and figuring out what do's and don'ts mm-hmm. are and um tell us a little bit about that like you know obviously uh, just r- real quick before you answer you know trout expend a lot of energy mm-hmm. when they decide they're going to strike food or in the, maybe in your case an artificial lure or a mm-hmm. piece of bait or something yeah so obviously when you when you put the wood to them in a fight there it's going to wear them out mm-hmm. right and so there's a lot high likelihood that they could die or not survive a release. Mm-hmm. So, so there, so there's a a good mix of like having your drag too loose and having mm-hmm. your drag too tight. So if your drag's too tight, you're gonna bring that fish up really fast, and you're not gonna be able to hang on to him because he's gonna be like, like crazy, like yeah. You know, if you, yeah, if you're pulling, if you're hold, trying to hold a twenty pound or 15, 20 pound lake trout, like they're strong, they're strong fish, and like mm-hmm. if they flick their tail, you're not gonna be able to hang on to them. So. Um, having that good balance of like where your drag is set and knowing how to set your drag is like very very important um so i set my drag i mean it's tight like it's pretty tight but if you're fishing in 100 feet of water like 
that fish is going to have time to get expend some energy, but not all of the, it's, it's, it's energy. And in the winter, um, those fish have a, a much higher uh, rate of like survival. Um, and I run like exclusively like barbless hooks. Um, even in the winter, I like, like take those big Kodiak custom jigs and like crush the barbs down and everything. Mm. But, um, having that drag set, um, right is, is like the first thing, like, and anybody that uses one of my rods, I'm like, don't, don't touch the drag. Like, oh, don't, it's don't preset. Leave it alone. It's preset. Don't touch yep. it. And like, it's pretty tight though. I mean, if you like pull the rod, pull the, I run braid to like a fluorocarbon. Mm-hmm. And if you grab that braid and wrap it around your hand and pull on that drag, like it'll almost cut your oh, hand. Yeah. 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 It's tight. Yeah. Like it's, it's tight. So, um, but those fish, you know, they'll pull, pull a lot of drag and, and, uh, they're strong. So, um, you know, but the biggest thing is like, you don't want to have your drag too loose and overexert those those fish. Let them run and yeah. run and run exactly. and gas themselves out. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, just, like, playing it, you know, playing it. As soon as they come up to the ice, you know, they come up to the ice. They'll come up to the ice a couple times. But, um, you know, you want to try to land them pretty quick. Like, you know, I'm not letting a fight go on for five minutes. It's, like, a couple yeah. minutes. And yeah. it, they're up mm-hmm. the ice. Take a picture, down. Like, there's no especially if it's cold out like yeah if it's below zero they're not we're not leave we're not catching fish outside of the shack like we're inside the shanty those fish are okay it's warm in the shanty you yeah. pull the fish out you take a picture the bait i mean the lure comes out before the fish ever leave the water like oh okay the fish pokes its head up you know through the hole you pull the bait out pick the fish up take a picture and before you can you know see if it was a good picture it's already back so yeah you know we're not too particular about like i like a nice picture i'm gabby yeah Yeah. but (laughs) those are all fast i mean yeah yeah yeah. i just couple quick like pop 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 pop, that's it get the best one out of that exactly yeah Yeah. and i even took a video of myself catching a few like last last weekend Mm. and i was even shocked how fast those fish were back in the water i was like oh that was that was fast. Didn't it didn't seem it as was, fast in real time, though, did it? No, it didn't. It, but it was like five seconds. Like, I looked at the timer, and it was like five mm. seconds. Like, fish is out. Here it is. Down. Yeah. That's mm. it. Like, it's back. And, like, you hang onto the tail for a minute until it kicks, and then it's then it's good to go. Don't just shove them back down the hole. But Yeah. Um, yeah, let them kick. And, and, but if you fight it for the right amount of time, they'll kick fast. I mean, they're ready to go. You know, yeah. They, yeah. Hardly, that'll be a just the tiniest. I don't know if they have the, their brains probably size of a pea or something. But yeah, they're tiny. Yep. Yeah, like they probably won't even remember that experience or like that was weird. And then yeah, yeah, swim off and do whatever yeah. they want. So go re- regenerate. The less fish molesting you can do, unless you're intending on keeping it, the better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's great advice. Good, so I didn't man. think about the play because I mean you think about that when you're fishing for whatever on the river. Mm-hmm. But like I never even that never even crossed my mind like ice fishing. Yeah, I always feel like there's like a sense of urgency to get it through the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think the main thing is is because I feel like I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, is yeah. number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like at any given time, it's just like you can't see it really. Yeah. So yeah. you know. But then it doesn't relax in your like when you want to take it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then like yeah, just not over like finding that good middle ground of like your drag set too loose, too tight, or whatever. But even like Arctic char, like the Arctic char, you know, you'll catch out a big lake or or even quartz up in Fairbanks. Like you'll 
try to pull them out and you can't hang on to them because they're they're moving they're strong they're slimy you know you yeah. can't, can't grab them yeah like and you don't want to squeeze them either you don't want to no. crush Mm-mm. you don't want to crush them but, yeah they're yeah. very delicate in that yeah in that state right in the winter time mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. yeah and like, especially like up through like their chest i guess if you know up by their pectoral fins like that's where their heart is and that's where everybody grabs them so not squeezing that yeah. i'd squeeze the tail a lot longer you know before you grab You're latching the, onto the torso yeah don't side. don't grab onto that you too know like, soft. squeeze that mm-hmm. yeah and you if you i mean if you've ever like if you squeeze it too much you can feel the heartbeat which is kind of funky i don't know if you guys have ever felt a vicious heartbeat but it's weird i never felt that I before don't not through i mean yeah. obviously when they're like you could flay them and they got them in your hand. Yeah, yeah. But, but not like actually when you're holding them. Mm-hmm. And it's not mm. only happened a couple of times, but every once in a while I'm like, that's the weirdest feeling ever. And you can yeah. just feel that little heart in there. Wow. I and mean, it's funky. Yeah, it's funky. I feel we steal that all the time. Maybe that's because my heart's going so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just connected with the fish. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I love fishing. <laughs> Our heartbeats are in, in sync. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> How many uh, hand ice holes do you think you've done in your life? Uh, hand auger? Hand auger. No. I have no idea. Me? Do you never? Oh, I have. Yeah. Not up here. Oh, yeah. With your hand. The first yeah, well, I saw a picture here of one. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Well, that's why I was wondering. Oh, yeah. Dude, that is like, I think I did it like four, five times. And I was like, yep, we're going to go buy one. <laughs> well, I, didn't have a, I didn't have a gas auger until I came up here, and it was like year two. And then, so I was drilling through however much ice we had in Fairbanks. With, with the hand? Oh, yeah. <sighs> it was uh, like a ex- 40, 45 minutes, just like. <laughs> just grinding. <laughs> just, just keep just going. <laughs> yeah. Going. And then you like scoop oh. it out with your glove and you're like, is them I there yet? No, yeah. I'm not. No. There'll be water no. coming up, but I really want to be there, you know. <laughs> and then you got to drill two next to them, side by side to get a lake trout up if they're only eight inch holes. So you're like, all right, so oh. I got to drill two of them, which is even better. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> you know, AH. You're not getting cold, pens. though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're warm yeah. enough. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 You're just Stay sweaty. warm real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've never ever done it. Really? No. Oh, you I, got to, man. Yeah. Go get one of those, man, not the, shitty, but, like, not that good ones from Department of Fishing Game, dude, uh, and go to no. somewhere, Jewel Lake, no. Sand Lake, and just no. get after it, dude. It'll make you be very thankful for before, the gas uh, one. I've before seen other he, guys do When it. he picks one up, like, bang it on the concrete, make those blades nice and dull for him, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, make yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, it's, so like, yeah. a real, <laughs> uh, yeah. real depiction of what ice yeah. uh, manual ice hogger yeah. is. <laughs> Do you have the no way, um dude. when you screw in the ice um ones on the on the house? Do you have the little hand? Are you ah. talking about the the, pay, the You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. No, you go full hand on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's usually like in desperation, like the shack is in the process of flying away. I'm like, yeah. you put anchors in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. so eager to fish that you're yeah. like, I oh, won't yeah. be when you Well, I think yeah. most of the time you don't need them. <laughs> yeah. You most don't. Of, most of no. the time you don't need them. But when you do, you're like, ah, yeah. oh, man. We fish a couple lakes that are, like, surrounded by mountains, and usually it's really calm in there, mm-hmm. mm. but sometimes those mountains act like a wind tunnel, so that wind oh. will get ripping through there, and it'll take it's everything direction. Yeah. Everything, yeah. And so then we're like, yeah, we need to put some anchors down, but that's yeah, fun. Is there a specific auger that you like the best? 
I have like a Jiffy Model 30 from the 80s, and that has been just my bread and butter for the longest time. But on the same trip where we ripped the handles off that other mm-hmm. auger, we stripped the gears out on my big. I mean, that thing weighs like 45 pounds. It's super heavy. Yeah. But some, but it, like I never thought I could break it. Like, but we, I stripped the gears out so bad I had. One of my machinist buddies take a look at it, and he's like, "No, oh, I think I need to make you a new gear for it because yeah. we just blew the gears out." But that's been my bread and butter. I just got a new electric auger, and I was super skeptical. But Ooh, I mean, yeah, so I was I. skeptical. <laughs> Those things is it legit? Oh yeah, yeah, they're awesome. You're yeah. you bought in? Yeah, I bought in. Okay, yeah, I got one on like I don't know why it was on sale. It's like the new model of this particular brand's auger, and it was like. On sale, I'm like, no, I want to buy that. Yeah. How so, do you? How so is it come it with shot. like a battery charge yeah. thing, like a Dewalt kind of style? Yeah, it's like a 40 volt battery. Okay. And mm. I mean, they're they're tough. Like I was hanging on to it, and it was like twisting. Like yeah. I, I'm like, this thing's got some torque. Like yeah. it's powerful. I guess like the electric cars are like real fast too. With those batteries, they have a lot of torque. They do coming Instant off power. But, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's exactly the same thing. Like. They like no, no lag, like a throttle, right? Yeah. Or a carburetor. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. You have that it's little instant. bit of, like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like instant yeah. power there. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, zing. Like, it's quiet. It's fast. It's awesome. The and light, too, right? It's like super little, light. Yeah. yeah. It weighs like 18 pounds. Remember we were in Big Lake? Was it last year, year before? Year before? And there yeah. was that couple with the electric. Remember that? It was just like, they were just butter, just shink, shink. I mean, just popping holes. Yeah, and then their battery went to. Sh- their battery died fast, though. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like. Well, that I was wonder how thing. many holes you can. Yeah. Drill. Yeah, I don't remember what. Like, I remember what happened or what they said, but I do remember them being like, "Oh, we're done drilling holes." Yeah. Yeah, and then like, maybe they forgot to to charge it or something. But I was skeptical, like, "Oh, that's what's up with those electric augers, huh? They just last." For five holes and then it's done. Like you want to tuck the battery. Well, it says sixty holes per charge with oh, eighteen, really? in- 18 oh. inches of ice. In Fairbanks, that's thirteen holes. Exactly. <laughs> you get one. You get one. No, you yeah. get one. No. Oh, wait, <laughs> four feet of ice though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's sixty. Yeah. Sixty holes in Michigan and six inches of ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the, thirty degrees. Exactly. <laughs> I guess you got to keep the battery warm, so I'll take it, and I just got it. Like, I've only had it. I've had it for this season. Yeah, drop it in, exactly. Yeah, drop it in the, in the, uh, in my jacket pocket, yeah. Yeah. And then that's, like, keep it warm, and I guess you're, you're good, so. But I don't, yeah. I'm still skeptical. I don't know about this. I'm skeptical, and I'm excited. I mean, it would suck if you get out there, and it's just not, you did all the work, and you're there, and like, uh, you're almost to the end. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get it. Yeah. We, but uh, how fast does it charge? It takes a while. It does? Yeah, at least in my... Like an overnight kind of deal? Like that, yeah. You could bring like a spare battery. Yeah. Okay, an they, extra battery? They're expensive for the augers, but they're... I mean, it's you need it, so yeah. worth it. Yeah. Well, I guess for the weight thing, especially if you're like hiking in the spots or skiing in the spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I was... Uh, my uncle brought on our moose hunt, he brought an electric uh, chainsaw. Oh, good thing I bought the gas one, dude. This thing didn't even cut the tree. Oh, he really? cut like some branches off, and he went to cut the tree. And he was like, <laughs> done. Oh, that was <laughs> it. Get out the way, dude. <laughs> was, it, was it a Milwaukee? No, it was a new Dewalt. He was like all proud of it and shit. Oh, and it just didn't do it. Yeah, my brother just got his hands on electric, 
gone. I, I would assume they're getting better and better. I guess is I, I let me I backtrack. I don't think it was new, but I'm assuming that it's only going to get better. You know, as the batteries get well, better it's and everything. The, it's the way. It's the new way of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm hearing good things about electric saws. Yeah. Like they're just like, like a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my brother just borrowed one for a weekend, and he was like, "Dude, I'm not going back." It's definitely like, way smaller and easier <laughs> to to handle and all that. Yeah, and I mean, there's no gas, there's no mess, there's no oil, there's no, I mean, you know, yeah, bar oil or whatever. But like, it seems convenient. But yeah, then you had to like put them on your sleeping bag at night because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna freeze and then it's done. Yeah. So you buy the Milwaukee. Uh, electric chainsaw and the Milwaukee heated jacket, and stick the batteries. Stick in the there. batteries oh, in the heated jacket. Yeah. That's, that's smart. That's thinking. Okay, you might want to think about that for your auger batteries. It will. <laughs> Did you get an extra battery for your auger too? No, I didn't. Okay. No, I Do didn't. you bring the gas one the as backup in case? No, that one's out of commission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're fully electric? Yeah, right now. Yeah, okay. I will. Okay. I will be carrying both, or at least have the other one in my truck, so it's not. And well, when you invite me, I'm ringing mine. Yeah, just in absolutely. Case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It never. It, it's I don't coming leave with home me. without it. <laughs> no. Bring some extra wrenches and a couple extensions too. Uh, you know, exactly. I will say yeah. though that stupid little hex hex screw gets loose all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It like, I don't know why. You don't want to so You don't want to loctite it either. In no, case you because add you, an extension. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, never. No, you, you kind of want it to be. Yeah. Not overly tight because you don't want to strip it either. Do you do you have the element? Yeah, yeah, I have it. Yeah, I have yeah. it. You just have to check it every time. Yeah. That's, unless you're in trouble. You know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that we'd ever need to use an extension in South Central Alaska ice fishing. Not until know. maybe like spring. If the weather keeps up like this. Yeah, yeah. Sand Lake be like six colder. feet. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know about that ever. The deepest that I've ever drilled... Ice is Lake Louise. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... Thick ice, I would tell Yeah, okay. I want to say we were... Uh, four, Two f- four feet? Oh, it was like... The extension barely got us to the bottom. Okay. Yeah. I mean... How we long were, is the extension? Uh, 18 inches or something, right? 12, 18 inches, oh. something like that. Yeah, something oh, so like they that. come in different sizes? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. just extend that. Because normally it's, what, four feet? Uh, the one that comes with it? Three feet, I think. Three feet. The okay. standard... Blade, and then you're so able yeah, to just yeah, add on mm-hmm. more and more. Oh. Yeah, I want to say we put an 18-inch extension on, and we barely hit. Barely got through. I mean, yeah. it was like the base of the – I mean, we were almost driving it into the yeah. ice to like, oh, man, I don't know if we're going to get through. Yeah. We the have one of them is, big poles. And best is when you got to drill two holes next to the hole that you're trying to get through so you can get your auger low enough to poke through. So you oh, is that the bury trick? the hole – Bury the whole thing oh, in the eyes. Oh, I see. Today. So you can get you can get deeper because you got the yeah. So then your your, your augers like yeah. just splashing in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you got you got to get creative up there in the interior, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to go up there, man. I, I saw an article in Fish Alaska, probably about twelve years ago, where some guys up there. I forget what their names were. They're Hardcore ice fishing group. It's like mm-hmm. three dudes that just kind of like tour Alaska and fish, and um, they hit the you know the main the main interior lakes up there, and just I was like, man, it just 
I was like, there's way more to do than just like, you know, Big Lake or like Louise or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You can get up there and just find tons of good fisheries. Yeah. And we don't yeah. got to like rattle off all the hot spots. But no, I'm just no, no, saying yeah. in general, like I was surprised that ice fishing mm-hmm. um, opportunities are, are really good. They are. And I mean, just like do a little driving. Like the guy <laughs> that you were talking about that's going to Canada. I mean, you start yeah. hearing about those guys and like, like I fish a lot and these guys are doing like just crazy stuff yeah and they're like doing expedition a, type yeah fishing trips and they're yeah. like i'm addicted to lake trout these guys are like they have a problem <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like they're yeah like these solo tr- i mean it's yeah it's the i mean most i'm gonna do something like that if you're retired like let's it, go man we're gonna go to canada it's just amazing it's so cool to like hear about these guys that are doing like such like badass stuff and you're like i Need to meet that guy. Yeah, there's always that's, someone doing some more cool shit than you. Taking it to another. That's level. the guy that I want to meet. Like yeah. those are the guys. Like yeah, you meet him every once in a while. Like, well, and, and he so was cool, cool too. He's like, you know, he, you know, he even like hauls out his crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He like doesn't leave anything on the ice. Yeah, nothing. Like there isn't a trace. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there might be some like blood spots from fish. And yeah. does he cover know, the hole back up? I don't know about all that. I think he lets. You know, nature tickets, yeah, course. mother, mother nature, take care of that. But, um, yeah, I was surprised. And he's like, you know, he's like, you know, managing even waste, mm-hmm. um, human waste and like yeah. hauling it out. I'm like, when he said that, I'm like, damn, like yeah. that's next level thinking. Like mm-hmm. you're actually really considering mm-hmm. conservation and like the, you know, the, uh, uh, the pristine nature of your fishery that you're mm-hmm. using and you know what I mean? Like ultimate respect, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just, I did, when I think ice fishing. I just think kind of like hot coffee, go out to the lake, mm-hmm. pop an ice house up, hit the buddy yeah. heater, get some tunes going catch some fish, have some sandwiches. Like you just kind of yeah. like, I think you need to bring an extra tent and then, for the bathroom though. Yeah. And then this guy's like spending the night and like right. managing all that. It just, yeah. yeah, no, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I, is that the move, though? I don't know. <laughs> Just a couple holes in the extra well, tunnel. Yeah, I'm, like, I gotta, I'm like, I gotta go. I'm taking a snow machine over way out there. Yeah. Well, don't, that, look, don't look that way. That's what I'm thinking most yeah. of us do, yeah. which I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but... Um, you know, he's just thinking like big picture. Yeah. Coming back there for the next 30, 40 years and it being exactly the same. Yeah. When he left it. And yeah. it got me thinking. I'm like, hmm, well, I think that's I the Alaskan that. way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is you're doing. Yeah. Oh, you don't shit on the trail? No. Oh, I've known some guys to shit on the trail. No, never on, have. The tra- on the trail. Like on it. Oh, boy. It's like, whoa. Oh, boy. I mean, there's a bush over there. You bury, you bury it. <laughs> I mean, like, at least. You bury it. Yeah. yeah. No, there's some dirty motherfuckers out there. Right? <laughs> Surf- what do we call them? Surface shitters. Surface poopers. Yeah, Surface I won't. poopers. <laughs> I, won't, I won't name names. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Is that time? Is yeah. That good? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for dull sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. 
Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, Eye Camper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom modified for Alaskan adventures, and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. All right, we're back. Hey, uh, just a reminder to our listeners, uh, please do not forget to go and check out our website, alaskawildproject.com. Um, as mentioned before, lots of new merchandise uh, is in. Uh, we have hoodies, T-shirts, hats, beanies, stickers, koozies, um, you name it, we've got it. Uh, also, check out our stuff over at Barney Sports Chalet. Um, Kevin picked up some of our stuff. He's got it displayed beautifully uh, in his store. Uh, we've got some other stuff on the way as well, so be sure to uh, stay tuned for that. Thank you to uh, Patreon uh, members, our folks that are behind the scenes, uh, throwing in a little support on a financial level. Um, anything helps, a dollar, hundred dollars, two dollars, whatever you uh, got to uh, help out the cause. And um, yeah, that's what I got. Perf. Perf. You've been saying that a lot lately. I know, man. Is it's that the, the kids? kids? It's the kids at school, man. Yeah. No cap. I was like, <laughs> you know, when you, when you hit me with like some new abbreviated stuff, is that the right term? Is it abbreviated when it's short? Yeah. It's yeah. just like the letters or just yeah. shortened? Um, I'm like, well, you're like at school with these kids every day. Yeah. And so you're, you're like in their environment. You're in their element of the, oh, yeah. of the new jargon. So I'm like. I was kind of making fun of you, and now I'm like, well, I can't make fun of him because that's like, it's his work. Yeah, He's like in it with these kids. Got to stay young, man. I mean, and I, my, I, I mean, yeah, my my 14 year old's coming with stuff all the time. Like, I think I said it before. She started calling me bro, and I was like, ooh, I was like, no, <laughs> bruh, no, bruh, no. That would be well, dad. That would be dad. Well, yeah. they call yeah. like she calls her her teammate. She she plays hockey, all girls team, and they call each other bro, and I'm like, hmm. So what what's going on now? Like, we just just bro is just the easy way to go. I like, guess I'm like, all right, but don't call your dad bro. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm dad. dad. I'm dad. I'm dad. To you. I'd almost rather be called my name by my kid than fucking bro. I don't yeah. don't bro me. <laughs> no. I get pops. Hey pops. That that's all right. Yeah. Well, can they call you Poppy anyway, right? I know, but Pop sounds old. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like when I started calling my dad when I grew up. Yeah, my pops. <laughs> my pops. Um, Oliver, uh, do you have any fishing mentors? Obviously, your dad, but is there anyone else that maybe, as you, um, have gone on this like lifelong journey, been like, man, this dude is doing it. I like what he's doing. 
um, or not really? Not, not really. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, uh, you know, obviously we all learn from each other with yeah. fishing and hunting and anything outdoors. You know, you talk to guys, but I've never really had a guy that I'm like been like attached to and want this is what i want you know this is what who i want to be like this is a guy you know they want to learn everything from there's never really been a person like that for me and even my dad like you know he taught me the basics and everything and and like he's more of a mentor as far as like his life experiences and everything that he's done not so much during like the fishing aspect so and then i mean yeah i just haven't really had a fishing mentor and like everything that i've done has been I've kind of figured it out diy like, self-learned self-taught yeah but yeah. you know i can't take all the credit for that because i have a lot of friends you okay. know yeah. and they you know we share information so something that i find i'll share with a couple guys and something that they find they'll share with me and like yeah. you know we go do a lot of that stuff and a lot of the but a lot of the stuff that i have done i've you know figured it out and and done a lot of research and everything so you know but you need you can never take credit for for all of it, it, you know, that's not fair to, to everybody that I have learned from. And, yeah. and um, but that's, you know, that's the cool thing about the outdoors is like, you know, you, you get in with a group of guys or, you know, a lot of people and everybody wants to share to an extent, you know, and they want, you know, if you get in with, you know, someone's inner circle, we, you know, you can kind of start like, you know, getting some really good stuff. But like, other than that, like, it's kind of on you to figure it out and then once you've earned i guess i feel like once you've kind of earned your place and proof to guys that you're not just like some dude you know just trying to get stuff and then leave side note from that military guys have it really really hard do it coming up to alaska sure Mm -hmm. really really hard yeah because nobody wants to talk to nobody i mean you got to talk to them yeah nobody wants to tell them anything because they're leaving Mm -hmm. And they don't think that they care about the resources. <coughs> and that's something that I've ran into. It's something that a lot of my military friends have run into. Yeah. And I even get afraid to show military guys some stuff that I've figured out, you know. But, um, yeah, once you've earned your place um, or start, you know, learning new things, it's kind of cool to, like, yeah. um, you know, learn from other people and show them your stuff. Yeah. And Share it. But yeah, I feel like there's, there's, like, that mix of, like, helping out your friends but there's so much like secretiveness mm. that goes on and so oh, yeah. much other like with everything in alaska whether it's like you're gonna snow machine this certain spot or you're gonna ice fish this mm. spot or you're gonna hike this place that no one's been to and it, it gets crazy when you get into hunting and yeah. stuff like that like it's like you don't tell anybody your spots or mm. like all this and i feel like everyone's trying to help each other but not really <laughs> yeah you know and I mean? then you're totally, trying to help dude. everyone's trying to help each other but They'll also take all their friends to your spot. So you don't tell them too much, you know. But, yeah, no, I've been – Gabby knows about the fishing spots. Have you been blindfolded? (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Threatened. If you ever tell anybody. (laughs) Because people always – they do ask me when they see my pictures, too, and I'm just like – I can't say. I I mean, you know what you say? Kill me. Upper Huffman. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, what you say. No, Jim Creek. Yeah, Jim it's Creek. Jim yeah. Creek. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good that one. That is a really good Jim one. Creek could be what? everything. Yeah, wow. there you go. Get that sturgeon right. and Jim Creek. Yep. It's yeah. hot. I mean, there. it, there's just a weird, maybe it's like this in 
all um you know popular outdoor lifestyle states mm-hmm. where i just feel like alaska is just like there's almost it's kind of obnoxious i'm just as bad i'm in, i'm not I, i'm pretty tight-lipped in general about what i do too so i'm i'm just as bad as anybody here with this statement is but we're we're kind of like over the top with you know, you can sit here with three or four guys like when the mics are off and we'll sit here and talk about like, oh, yeah, this, that, and the other. Blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, are you talking about so-and-so creek up there? And you're like, oh, man, how'd you know? And it's like yeah. you just <laughs> said enough things where a guy knew kind of like where that one bend in that hole was or whatever. And it's like it's funny because you got all these guys here and talk, secretly talking about a place and everybody knows where the fuck it is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, but everybody's tight-lipped. Well, it's for, the, it, it's for that. It's for that. I don't yeah, I, I mean it's the way it has to be, though. It is. Yeah, it's the way it, it has is. to be because if you tell somebody, there's a chance they're going to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, that's you tell the it's. wrong person, and mm-hmm. that's where the issue is. But yeah. you spend your life building a group of people that you trust, and and mm. for me, it's multiple different, like almost solo fishermen that like. Mm. I met them at this place so we can talk about this place. Okay. And I met them, you know, know these guys. And though these are my homies. These guys go everywhere with me. And, okay, I can tell them about these stuff. And they're going to tell them about this stuff. And they're not yeah. going to tell anybody. So, yeah. yeah, we. what I mean as outdoorsmen, I think, you know, we build our groups around people that we trust. And trust is everything, you know. Yeah. So, you start getting a guy in your group that starts burning your spots. You're like, hey, I'm not going to hang out with him anymore. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get invited no more. No, he's not coming back. I'm like, that's it. So, yeah. you know, and like guys, it's cool for me to take somebody to some, to a place, but it's not cool for one of the guys that I showed to take his buddies to this place that I showed him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so it's all kind of thing. It's, it's like unwritten yeah. rules and things yeah. that etiquettes. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's a conversation you got to have. Yeah. You know, just like yeah. sharing someone's mm-hmm. picture online yeah. or whatever. It's like, hey, man, is it cool? Or like, hey, are you cool if I bring someone to this spot or you want me to keep this secret? Yeah. You know, I think people understand that. Yeah, and it goes with like fishing, hunting, snow machine spots. Mm-hmm. You know, skiing is a big one up here too. Yeah. Guys don't talk about skiing. It's just funny. Yeah, especially like, backcountry stuff. Like, smoke. They do not talk about that stuff. Yeah. No, and the, not the, to me. Like they'll take you. No. Yeah, they'll take you. But you well, the snow machining thing is the funniest part. Yeah. It's like. Well, everything, uh, Prince wanna, William Sound, the you don't fishing, tell like crabbing, where, I mean, yeah. shrimping, everything is Oh, like, yeah, like, you. oh, yeah, you don't tell anybody where I hunt in Prince William Sound. It's like, um, you're talking about on all the islands? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, right here? Um, okay. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, it's just, um, I think it's just because I think we're all just trying to keep, keep it like what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know... Well, yeah, it's special, sh- and we want to keep it special. Yeah, and, you, and you hear these stories of these places down in the lower 48 that are just, like, blown up. Cause yeah. You can't even go there now because mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. heard about it, you know. And so it's like we're trying to keep this stuff dear to our heart for mm-hmm. ourselves and our close family or our kids and their kids, you know, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And just that's that's just a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, I think that's just, like, the stingy part is just you want to preserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't want it to get overpopulated whatever it is because you know it's it's pretty demoralizing when you've been going to a spot whatever it is hiking fishing hunting you know snow machining and and then you know you go there and there's like a track in the snow yeah. you're like oh my god i've come back here for yeah. 
10 years i've never seen a track and then i was like There's a dude a made it in there and it's like ah i knew yeah, just kind of like guy. just oh that hurts yeah. you know mm-hmm. the but, funny one that i find odd that people don't want to share which is like why like is like your smoked salmon recipe like <laughs> yeah, what am i gonna do yeah. dude, take your stuff and like put it in costco like yeah, I, I just want it for yeah, me, like yeah, in my because family. Because you know like, what? what why is that such a secret? There's not that you many know? people <laughs> packaging and selling commercial smoked salmon. There's no, yeah. No, yeah. You want to jump on that business while it's still hot? You get the key to salmon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's it's true like, though. You yeah. gotta like pry it out of people. Yeah, it's weird. Like, oh, I don't tell you the secret sauce, Coca Cola, or whatever <laughs> it is. You know, like it's like, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to sell it, I promise. Yeah. The secret oh, is just it. a different version of sugar or salt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brown sugar. It's a secret. It's my grandma's <laughs> recipe. Yeah. <laughs> has, one less, has one less thing than your grandma's recipe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's what makes it different. Well, let's get into some stuff that we actually can uh, talk about and some things that maybe will be helpful to people mm. that are trying to get out there and try to get after it. I mean, we have a lot of listeners or people that are new to alaska or new into ice fishing i mean we'll transition into the other stuff after this um but i want to get into a little bit of some of the maybe the tips um techniques for someone that's new like i feel i'm new i'm like i've only gone like a couple years with my kid i never caught nothing huge i mean i got high hopes to go do some of this big stuff but when you like are researching a certain lake like, what are some of the steps that's like, all right, these are the first things that you should probably look for, um, some of the things that you got to bring with you, and then, like, where do you decide where you're even going to, like, punch a hole in mm-hmm. this place, you know? Yeah. So. Um, as far as, like, a new lake, you know, you obviously want to figure out what um, what species are in the lake and what species you want to go target. Um, and then before you ever do anything related to fishing – Safety is the first key. If you're going to snow machine out, make sure you have extra spark plugs and extra belt and everything Mm. for all your snow machines and everything. Make sure you can fix the gear that you have when you go out. Um, And then, you know, as far as, you know, depending on the species, you know, fish generally migrate towards structure and where where fish, you know, where bait is going to be. So like a big weed bed. Um, Mm. uh, The fish are, you know, they're going to have a, a lot of that. A lot of their food source is going to be in those weeds or along the edges of those weed beds so that you're going to find the bigger fish where you find small bait fish or whatever they're eating, you're going to find the bigger fish. And um, so you're looking for structure essentially when you're approaching a new lake or a new body of water, you're looking for structure. And in a river, you're looking for holes and riffles and different, you know, log jams and everything. If you were to just walk up to a Creek and take a look at it, and like you're not just going to cast into like the, you know, four inch, inch water you mm-hmm. know four inch deep water that's right in front of you you're gonna go look for some deeper water and go find some structure kind of what um and then up here especially um in the summer you know you're gonna look for depending on the time of year you're gonna start looking for salmon and that's when guys are gonna be you know if you're trout fishing you're gonna start looking for salmon or if you're salmon fishing start looking for salmon too but you know, yeah yeah um so um gabby left <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, let me ask a question on the structure thing. I have a dry sense of humor. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) When you're looking for a structure on, obviously, is that something you're going to want to like pre-scout out in the summer? Like, I want to come fish this lake in the winter. 
Um, I see that there's like structure here as you're whatever boating or rafting or kayaking on this lake. And then you're just keeping a mental note of that. Or is there a way to look that up? You So the uh, Department of Fishing Game, Alaska Department of Fishing Game has um, there's this huge map or lake database. And mm-hmm. um, if you click on one of those lakes, and I don't know what, I'm sure you can just Google Alaska map database. Um, if you click on one of those lakes, it'll tell you the species that are in the lake generally. Um, how they got all this information, I can go to that later. It's kind of funny, but... Um, they'll usually pull up like a bathymetric map mm-hmm. of that lake and it'll show you all of the structure and like that. So you're looking at depths in, in there yeah. pretty much. Cause I, I mean, I pulled those up and it'll be like 10 to five to four to three mm-hmm. to 20, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're looking for That's those high points with that yeah. are within the lake. And it's just like on a top of like a topographical map mm-hmm. where you're, you're looking for those lines that are close together in that like, if they're close together, okay. it's going to be like a lot a rising steeper. or something. Yeah, yes. it'll be like a lot steeper as mm. opposed to if like the lines are spaced way out, it's going to be a lot like more gentler of a slope. I got guess. it. Got so it. So you're looking for, especially looking for lake trout. You're looking for, and it it's weird. I mean, it Alaska is so weird because every lake is so different, and some lakes are stocked. So there's going to be there will be fish in them. You know. And they might not be, like, the stereotypical lake trout, like, big cliffs in, you know, like, underwater cliffs and ledges and stuff. There might not be that, like, Harding Lake is one of those lakes that's just, like, a big bowl. So it's super okay. hard super hard to fish because you, there's nowhere to pinpoint where you should fish. Got it. But other lakes, um, like Quartz Lake in Fairbanks is, like, there's, like, a 20-foot channel that runs along shore, 30-foot channel or something, and there's just giant weed bed out in the middle of the lake that you can like work that weed bed and i'm not afraid to talk about like those you know like harding courts and birds those are like the big three in fairbanks i think yeah. that's the article that you were talking about yeah yeah, yeah totally um, right off jim creek there yeah exactly yeah right off of jim creek <laughs> and sh- right out of the ship creek too yeah. They're right in that, yeah they're right in the, <laughs> the middle, middle of, of those ship two? creek yeah, yeah right in there yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so you know, you're looking for structure when you first approach a lake. And, um, you know, you can just go out there and cast if you want. You might catch something. But you, generally, you want to kind of start to narrow down uh, the type of, you know, what you're what you're looking at. So you're, you want to start to narrow down, like, the structures to start shallow and then kind of work deeper. And you can kind of figure out where those fish are, um, you know. And then it, at the same time, you know, it takes time. It takes time to learn you know, especially with this, with the uh, trout fishing in the rivers and stuff like <clears throat> May, June, July, you're going to be fishing different water than you would be fishing in, you know, August, September, and mm. November, like August, September, November, you're fishing behind salmon. And then, mm. you know, in the spring you're fishing like standard trout water, I would say. So like holes and log jams and where you would typically look for, look for fish in, in rivers. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, um, I mean, the biggest, you know, when you approach a river, just, you know, before you even go, just start doing some research, start looking at, you know, what's in like Google map. I mean, Google maps, Google can, earth, Google maps, things like that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can see structure in lakes. If you approach a lake, like you zoom in on that lake and you can like, if the ledges come up super shallow, you can see them on Google maps. And that's okay. like a great, a yeah. great tip. Yeah. yeah so you do your homework. Things a lot yeah yeah i spend hours you know i'm gonna say like probably an hour (coughs) and a half to two hours a day staring at 
maps. Uh, maps. You're staring at maps and reading articles and yeah. finding stuff and little tidbits of information that you find that leads you down this crazy yeah. rabbit hole trail. And yeah, but I'm right I'm right assuming a big part of it is also like, you know, you got to punch a hole here and then punch a hole there and then mm-hmm. punch a hole there and be willing to spend the whole day mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Like, what's the amount of time that you will spend? Like, boom, or do you like right away? I'm going to punch a hole here and I'm going to punch a hole. 10 feet to the right or deeper and is that how you approach it or are you like i'm gonna try here and then i'm gonna try there we'll run a string of holes so we'll mm. it's ice fishing we'll take yeah we'll we'll find structure in the lake and sometimes that'll take two three hours to figure out where the structure is and what like what we're actually dealing with you know yeah, how, Google, how it relates to the maps and yeah yeah exactly and like you know, all, they have all, like, Onyx and whatever other apps are out there that you can look at. But, like, you know, they're not accurate. They're not – sometimes no. they're accurate, but, you know – Gives you an idea, really. Yeah. So, you will you know, you poke a hole and you're in 70 feet, and you're like, all right, well, that's too shallow or too deep or whatever. So you start looking for where exactly you think the lake trout are going to be. Or, you know, and then from there you'll branch out and drill a string of holes, and sometimes we'll drill them on top of structure and at the bottom. So we'll drill, like – 60 holes you know going back we'll drill, drill a ton of holes i mean 60 holes sometimes Whoa. yeah if we need it yeah not with that electric one no no with that electric <laughs> one, no. you max out it you max out at one or two and four feet ice and you're done that's your day those you are your not, holes you, you i never thought yeah. sure. i never yeah. thought that many holes we'll, we'll drill a ton of holes i mean yeah. you know like we usually don't we usually drill 20 right off the bat like really? 20 right off like before you even start fishing just yeah. boom 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 yeah. boom boom. sometimes boom. we'll poke one drop a rig, drop a rig down if we don't catch okay. anything then we'll big string holes like wow. yeah so you know we'll that's give you a, a gauge for depth with that first hole right mm-hmm. okay we thought we were in 20 feet it's actually yeah. 30 yeah so you can go like work in shore or off and go shallow or deeper yeah. right yeah i think the first thing for me is like a drill a hole i'm like this is going to be the gold mine hole this is the hole that everything oh. yeah i want to drill a hole right here and i'll drill a hole and then i catch anything and then i'll go drill yeah the hole, so. <laughs> now what do you use always optimistic to, um, about that first exactly hole, yeah, yeah i gotta be optimistic <laughs> of course this is the one i chose yeah. i'm feeling <laughs> this one yeah well, Three probably a lot of later. times that first one is the one. <laughs> yeah, I usually pull yeah. one or two out of there. Yeah. yeah. Now, what about, like, you're saying checking the depth. I know there's different tools and, like, screens and things that people bring out there to, like, read the water underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you found that is, like, works well? Mine is what I run, and it's because, well, I don't have a ton of money, so I'm not <laughs> buying the latest and the greatest thing, but... Um, I run just a sonar and it's just like a round the circle one. Yeah. Okay. It's like a round dial, like a Vexlar, Markham, Hummingbird, they all make them. Um, and that's what I use. And it's just basically like a sonar and it sends a signal down to the bottom and it shoots up. And if there's something in the way of that, you know, beam that's coming down and coming back up, you know, it'll mark that as like a bar. It's yeah. like a green or red or orange or yellow bar or whatever. And uh, that'll tell you if there's a fish there or something. So you'll oh, that's how it. that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you drill a, drill a hole and drop your bait down. And you can see your bait down there. And um, do you do this? Yeah, right when you drill it, all the call time. them in. Yeah, Does that drill work a for hole. Ice fishing too. Drill a hole. Pop. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, drill a hole. Pop a beer and then sink. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Get the day start. Yeah, make sure the fish hear it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I, I have seen um, and I have gone out with guys that have that circular thing. What's that called? um the circle flash. rainbow 
splasher. Electronic. Okay. Yeah, we should call them electronic. Now, what's so like? Now I want to know. Yeah. What's <laughs> what is there that is maybe a step below that, and what's like the top of the line thing that's like coming out now? Uh, step below that. I don't know if you can get any more basic than that. As far as like, is it the ro- like the string that has like one foot, two foot, three foot knots? And you just <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You get a cannonball at the end. Of it. Yeah, you're like, all right, yeah, this is how deep that is. <laughs> it is three hundred feet deep here. This sucks. <laughs> okay, that's the sonar flasher. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what is like the new hot boy? I think it like a lot of guys are on like the Hummingbird Helix Seven. And that's oh, like that's that like, just sounds that's like deep. expensive. Damn. That's the thing. That's like that's no, like uh, Christmas uh, coming up, Gabby. Christmas coming up. Yeah, that thing's like a fish, like a yeah. like a fish finder on a boat. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. What is it? The helix. Helix. Oh, yeah. it's like a okay, just like a fish finder on a boat. Right here. And it is built for made for boats, but they come with like an ice package, and it's got the you know the transducer that you can use, and like when you're just sitting there. Do you still drop it in the in the water mm-hmm. in the hole there? Yeah, it's kind of cool actually. You can take those flashes, and if you like, clear off a spot of ice really clear, and like squirt some water on it, you can shoot through the ice. It's kind of fun. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't have weird. to. You yeah. don't have to dip it in no, there. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like we'll look for bait when we're doing that. Yeah. So we'll like search Damn. around for before fishing for Lakers. We'll try to hunt down some bait. Yeah. But I mean that. How necessary do you think is one of those tools? Like I've never. I've gone with guys that have them. I haven't bought one myself. I, I won't mean, fish for that. But I mean, no, not that. But I mean, like the other stuff, like to That's look, good to know. like the to look. know the depths and stuff like that, and the, the little, like the circle. Yeah, like I won't fish without it. You won't fish without it. No, oh. mm-hmm. no, it's boring. I'm not. Look, I'm not going to sit there and look down a hole. So it's like I've gotten. I've been doing that for so long that it's really hard. If that thing dies, I'm like, I'll sit there for like 15 minutes. I'm like, I'm out of here. oh, that's it. <laughs> I can't. Is it like um, compound bow to trad bow guy? I don't, know what the, I don't know what the difference is. I just can't do it. Like, I've never used one, so I, I yeah. don't even, I've been no wonder. If you no don't, yeah, if yeah. you don't, if you yeah, it's if like you don't want to just blind. become insanely addicted, fishing blind. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, I've been doing. good job, Gabby. Yeah. That's exactly what it so is. So I've been getting like, lucky all these times. No, I mean uh, you're, you're yes, there. Yes, in, yeah. in general. Yes, I caught all mine blind technically. Just sitting That's there. true. She's really patient, though. I'm not that patient. I mean, it is cool when you're like, hey, this point on this lake is, like, known for producing fish. And mm-hmm. you go and pop a hole and catch a fish. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right on. There is fish here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but I would assume that after you have been to the same lake, you already know, like, this is mm-hmm. the spot. Mm-hmm. Or what? this is the spot. You don't have, you still bring the thing just to see if something's down there? First specific lakes it becomes really important for specific species so lake trout will often come in suspended so you can be fishing in 120 feet but that fish will come in 30 feet below the ice and you'll never know that that fish is there if you don't have electronics and you're not looking to see where those fish are actually coming in in the water if you're just like dropping the bottom and going six inches off the bottom Mm -hmm. all the fish are 80 feet above exactly you're fishing blind right yeah just yeah gears going right past the fish got it got it got it yeah you just assume they're always on the bottom right yeah you assume that but oftentimes they're not i mean oftentimes they be a pie suspended is that what you said yeah suspended that means up off the bottom Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah Okay. Gabby's really good at fishing. Like, should she's very, <laughs> very paid. No, she's all, she's amazing. <laughs> just she doesn't there. just sit there. She does okay. Okay. Well, that, that's that's yeah. that's my other question. So, are you actively jigging, or or do you use like one of those little machines, or is it one of those that just sits there? Is there something that's better? Or it just depends how bored you are. 
Uh, I'm actively jigging and okay. I'm fully in, engaged, entertained the entire time. Yeah. Even if my electronic electronics die, I know I said I like get bored, but I'm not bored. Yeah. Like I'm like very. You just fish even harder. Like come on, exactly. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Banging that bait off the bottom of the ice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to get some ruckus going. Yeah. Um, no, I'm actively jigging the whole time. I don't run tip ups or set lines or anything. I like I like the contact of like feeling a fish grab. So yeah. Yeah. So what are some other um, maybe must have or preferred things to to bring out there for ice fishing? Um, having a scoop on like an ice scoop to scoop the like the ice out or um like the slush out of the hole is mm-hmm. a big one unless you want to use your hand. Um, mm, not recommended. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah. recommended. That's cold. It's like um, once your hands get freezing cold, mm-hmm. they don't ever go back to warm. No. I mean, unless you're, like, yeah. in front of the buddy heater all day, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. – especially you're catching those big Lakers. Like, you must just be used to having numb hands. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so excited I don't feel anything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh, my I God. I feel nothing. <laughs> Until you get in the truck and you're like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Like, oh, my hands are on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the rod? Um, like, I, I see you go to the place and, you know, there's all these different ones. Like, I don't know which one. Like, is it more about the uh, – the reel and then the rod or is it both um it's the fisherman i yeah it's like the hockey stick <laughs> i like so for a, like a lake a trout rod blade? i'll look for like a 42 inch medium heavy rod and mm. very specifically i like a long bottom handle so you can grab that rod and when you're fighting a big fish you have that bottom handle they can oh, rest on your yeah so you can hang when they're making like big long runs you can hang on to it and it's not just in your wrist you know so you can like rest it on your hand and like they'll take a ton of line and then having a good reel when there's some like good cheaper options for reels like um like it's like a fluger um uh tryon i think is the name it's like a kind of a silvery pinkish thing what color are those reels I don't know. I'm colorblind. I'm super colorblind. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So you don't know you've been catching silvers this whole time? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> These are all colors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that thing's got some pink on it? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Look like a chromer to me. <laughs> yeah. It'll smoke up just fine. <laughs> hey, honey, this, this yeah. meat isn't even red anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw it had that snaggle tooth. I thought it was yeah. still good. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> now, what are some of the favorite? Um, I know you you mentioned the Kodiak Custom uh, boys are doing cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to have them in here too. Yeah. I've been talking with them. Yeah. Um, but what are some maybe some things you're like, man? I really like this for this or or that for that. Unless it's a secret. Um, it can. I mean. It varies, you know, if you've been lake trout fishing, it's like this weird thing that everybody's, you know, if you're just getting into it, like a four-inch white tube jig, three, four-inch white tube jig is mm-hmm. like the standard lake yep. trout bait. That's like that everybody, that's the standard. So, like, you go out and catch a few on that, and then you start getting way into it, and then you start looking at YouTube and whatever other resources you can find. Um, but, like, um, yeah, like jigging wraps and, you know... Um, What's the funniest name thing? Funniest name? Yeah. The Jiggin' Rap? Jiggin' Rap. I, mean, <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> the Lily Wop? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
That was got like plenty of weird news. I have no idea. No, it seems like the white's yeah. the move though, right? Because it glows mm-hmm. under the, it kind of glows underwater, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Like that. It's like or a v- visual. My understanding, bait. my understanding of that is like the bait fish generally have like a white belly. So a fish is ah. looking up, it's looking up at something. Oh. They'll see like the white belly, you know, and they, you know, it's just a white's just a good color. So a lot of guys like chartreuse. And yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the ones that flash? Like just that. lights and stuff. Oh, yeah, I don't ever using them. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, we seem to be popular. I wondered about that too. Yeah, yeah what do they like? Light up underwater? They yeah, they yeah, have like a little something in there, almost. and you like almost like when you used to go to raves and you crack the the light sticks, and it has that All in the there. Glow sticks? <laughs> yeah. We'll run those and we'll run those for burbot. Those are fun. Take those little tiny glow sticks and crack them and shove them up the ass end of a tube, oh. and then in your bait, you don't have to sit there and pull a glow jig or a glow tube back up. You know? Yeah. Oh, cool. You can just stays there and glows all the time. Yeah. See, they're attracted to that. Yeah, they like that. And that's dark stuff. fishing, right? Mm, that's a night. That's night fishing. Yeah. Do lakers uh, bite? I've never caught a lake trout at night. And guys do it all the time, and I've never done it. I can't do it. I've tried so at, many times. At what? At night? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I've just, I've, like, just fished, at, like, night-night a mm-hmm. handful of times, like, really yeah. early in the morning or really late at night. Mm-hmm. Nada. Nope. Same. Nope. Well, like, well, that was my one of my questions. Like, is there a better time of day or you found that it doesn't matter like morning morning and evening for lake trout generally is like that's you know the golden hour at the end mm. and then you know first thing in the morning there that you can get out there if you get out there in the dark and you're set up you know you'll start catching fish as soon as it yeah. starts getting light first light mm. always seems to be the best right mm-hmm. yeah yeah but the night stuff i mean the youtube videos that you can watch guys are catching giant lake trout at night i've just never I don't know how. I don't know why. I mean, I've seen fish that are clearly fish, clearly lake trout on my graph, and electronics or flash or whatever you want to call it. Like, that's a clearly lake trout. It's a big mark, and like, they don't react to bait. I don't like react to my jig at all. They don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't. Know, I'm doing something wrong. Or something. They go dormant or something at night, and I don't know. I can't think that they wouldn't feed at night here, especially because it's dark for a month. Two yeah, months. it's dark all the time. Yeah, it's dark all the time. So they have to eat. I, I can't catch yeah. them, so I just go to sleep, wake up, catch them during the day. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned earlier um, a couple of things. You said uh, fluorocarbon, tippets. Um, what was the other line you said? Braid. Braided Braid. line. So kind of walk us through that. Like what are some things that are like better for this or better for that? Cause I have some, you know, standard ice fishing stuff and some of them are braided line and some of them are like regular line. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there something that's better for certain big fish or is there something that's just standard? Yeah. So for lake trout, um, generally if you were to think about lake trout fishing, you want to probably think that you need probably think that they live in pretty deep water. They're generally like a deeper water fish. So we fish braid because it has no stretch. Like you can't, you know, you're not going to stretch braid. Yep. So when you're Cable. fishing, when you set up, uh, set the hook 100 feet down, that braid's not going to stretch as much as like a mono or a fluorocarbon. And so you're not going to get as good of a hook set. So we'll run like on your reel, when you're rigging up your reel, you're going to take like you're going to first tie on like a thin monofilament. And what that does is when you like, cause braid is basically like, just like 
it's like it's slippery it's really slick it's like rope yeah mm, so yeah. it'll spin on that metal spool when it gets cold it'll all bundle up and mm. if you were to go ice up and mm-hmm, and if you were to hook a fi- like a big fish and they pull line it's going to spin that braid on that spool and you're not going to be able to reel i'm good um <clears throat> It's not your, like, it's going to spin, so you're not going to be able to reel, and that, that braid's just going to spin around that spool. So you run, like, a mono layer on your spool, and then you'll, like, blow, or you'll, like, um, use, like, a uni knot from braid to mono on your spool, and that's, and then you'll spin all your braid on, and then, and I'll run 10-pound braid for, like, rainbows, mm-hmm. and then 30-pound um, braid for lake trout, and, um, and then from after you get your your braid on your spool, then you're gonna run like a three four foot um, fluor, fluorocarbon tippet. So or tippet uh, leader. I get fly fishing and ice fishing. What does that mean for people that have no idea what that is? So at the on the end of your braid, you'll run that line, and it's so your braid's basically not attached to. Um, directly to your line so braid will show up in in water if you're fishing like super clear water that braid will eventually start to change colors and it'll you know usually starts out black or green or something or whatever color um you know the company's selling it as and it'll change um you know it'll change colors it'll eventually wear out and like get white and it'll be very like visible to the fish and like oh, on lakes, okay. yeah and on, on harding and some guys say it doesn't matter but yeah. Up, you know when it does matter it matters so yeah. it's kind of a you know kind of yeah. one of those weird like very specific things that like try to make yourself one percent better um so yeah <laughs> better than no percent exactly <laughs> yep so you know if the fish can see your line that's like an issue so for me personally um so you'll i'll run my you know that braid um i'll run like fluorocarbon or mono to that and it's like 12 to 20 pound mono um off of that braid and then you'll tie your jig on to that mono or braid so that basically that three to four feet of fluorocarbon is gonna make that line not visible to the fish yeah okay yeah so that's what that leader is the leader is doing it's the same thing with like a fly line so you're not going to be tying your fly to directly to a fly line because it's just like this bright green thing yeah you know and then like attached to like a fly so you know, those it. fish will see the bright green line and then they'll um yeah. Uh, you might get a, them. You might get a dumb one. And God I like dumb fish, but Oh it's my favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they taste the best too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good breakdown, man. Yeah. That was a good breakdown. Yeah, like did I mean, you know, for anybody that doesn't fish regularly or tie a lot of knots is probably a foreign language but if you have some mm. general idea of it yeah i mean it makes perfect sense yeah well, i mean you go into these places you know wherever you're getting your lines and stuff it's just like jesus dude mm. i don't know like so nine foot eight foot this that this fluorocarbon yeah. this that it's like so overwhelming yeah you know what i mean to like decide what it is and what's best so just to hear a little bit of insight that's good i love taking people like to a store and having them like tell them exactly what they need and then they ask why and then i get to explain why because Mm -hmm. i can talk about fishing forever yeah i can talk about fishing lines forever and it's boring to most people but for me it's super fun so when i get to do it i'm like 
yeah, I'll take you, and I'm going to tell you what to buy, and you're about to spend $2,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to blindfold you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're going to go to the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a YouTube video, a YouTube I, channel? No. Oh, you should. Mm. I tried, and I just. All the kids are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I still don't have a full grasp of what no cap means. Oh. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, let's start there. Yeah. Like, well, you could right, even yeah. do it for your Instagram stuff. I mean, your Instagram's awesome. I think a little video yeah. of just like the setup or even in the store, be like, yeah. you know, if I'm, sh if I'm, for example, like you're going to go, you know, target dollies and be like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to use and this is what I want to, unless that's like a secret. Well, it depends. Yeah. It, it depends. It you depends. You can pick and choose what's yeah. just general mm -hmm. knowledge yeah. and you want to pass mm -hmm. it on and yeah. what is your your hot, you know, your secret tips. Yeah. Those guys are really, really good at not blowing up spots. And the guys that do get, like, banished from the community, from the fishing community. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. those guys on YouTube are really, really great. And I try to do a YouTube thing for a while and Gabby watched it and she's like, you look like a serial killer. And you're sitting in like this dark ice fishing tent and with, and my dog's next to me and I'm sitting in this dark ice fishing tent by myself and it's like 4 a.m. I'm like, I'm going to catch some lake trout. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's eh, a little weird. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It is weird to leave. Like, yeah. Is Gabby your only critic? I mean, no. Okay. But she's usually right about yeah. most things. So, you know. You give she's her credit a, for yeah, that. She's yeah. got a good yeah. gauge she's on She's right. And she's like, that's yes. weird. I'm like, okay, you're right. All right. I'm like, right. not doing that's that. That's not a good start. <laughs> I'll let someone else take pictures. It was just the, in the tent. Yeah, that was, yeah. The and outside. I was like, I'm just staring at Marty, who's right behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on here? See yeah. Marty just glaring at him? <laughs> yeah. Who the hell are you yeah, he talking to, angry. man? Who's the guy in the back? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think it's it's really more of like just getting out of your comfort zone and practicing more mm -hmm. and then, you know, figuring out yeah, you kind of might you know, in your in your mind look like an ass the first couple of times, but you'll find a groove. You know, and, and I, I I encourage you to do it because mm -hmm. you know, I, I think you know, fi fishermen are going to be tight-lipped and secretive, but I think you also are communal. Like there's a huge community of of fishermen you love to talk fishing and share stories yeah and tell stories of big fish and maybe mm -hmm. bigger fish than what they were right like mm -hmm. so so it's in you to want to share that and, yeah. and make those videos but it's just you know yeah get out of your comfort zone and then getting comfortable with exposing yourself mm -hmm. right and being a little bit you know, some humility there. and yeah. All you need is that. Before you know it, you'll make one. You're like, oh, man, I'm yeah. starting to get it. Yeah. What you need you know? is that circle light. Because on, <laughs> on your yeah. phone. Do the TikToks. <laughs> yeah. It was too dim in the tent. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like FBI yeah. investigation. Yeah. Yeah. It's 4 a.m. Yeah. Secret yeah. shack. Yeah. This is what you need right here. <laughs> Marty, cover your face. <laughs> Is Marty the golden retriever? Yeah. Oh, I love oh, those okay. dogs, yeah. man. I yeah. love, we had one growing up, one of those same exact orangey ones. Yeah. Oh, I love those dogs. They're great. He's nuts, but they're great. That Yeah, that one's nuts. But he's not a normal rest. golden retriever. He's no, he's not? No, he's you know, like you think they're just very cute and obedient. And yeah. He's got a lot of energy. Doesn't listen. He's yeah. a very, I guess, alpha dog, mm. and he just doesn't. Listen, you can do whatever you want to. I mean, yeah. listen. How many hooks has he caught? 
He likes to bite him. Yeah? Yeah, I know. And then yeah. he'll sit there and, like, stand there with, like, this weird look. Yeah. And he's, like, got the hook in his lip. And he's like, pull it out. I'm like, stop biting it. No, you should pull him up. I do. I did. I, did. Yeah. I think I did see a picture. Yeah, yeah. Hold him, yeah. yeah. hold him like a fish. Have to take the picture. Yeah. Uh, actually, was one of my questions um, was getting the shot like techniques. Oh, um, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been trying yeah. to like tell my son. I was ask him you know, I'm yeah. like like. You gotta like pull it out. He's like holding it like this or whatever. I was like, you gotta like present it. It's all you know, bent, the so presentation. The full, yeah. So let's yeah. say the presentation of let's say a ice a ice fishing fish mm-hmm. versus <laughs> the presentation of like on a river. For, oh, and then the third one on like a drift boat or on a raft. Like you're on the sideline, you're on the raft, and then on the lake. So like on the loaded uh, question. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Loaded. I'm about to get fried by all the <laughs> fish picture. Critics. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So we do um, on the lake, you know, lake trout. You got to pull them out and then um, pull them out of the hole. Oh, I think we need like a like a something that's like a fish. I feel like yeah. you got to try we, to get the tail. Do we have something that's like a thinking, maybe that thinking, skull right there? It's kind of a short one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really have anything. Long we have a TV on the ground over there. <laughs> <laughs> Fell off the wall. The bottom. Kinda- Oh, the vodka bottle. How about that? Is that gonna, that's gonna yeah, let's get it. some shots going. I'm going to get real loose. <laughs> Give up all the secrets. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. So where are you going to start? Let's start Let's start um, on the ice. Okay. On the ice. Oh, this is the ghost pepper thing. <sighs> Man, that. We, we, we can definitely enjoy it if you guys want, because it's, it's good. You guys want a shot? So this is I'm going to get glasses. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, hold on a second. We're going to get four glasses. Make you guys sure made Bloody Marys out of this. No, we're, we're talking good. about, yeah, no, we That's want good. to. Um, our homie, the mayor of uh, Eagle River, <laughs> yeah. uh, brought that for us. Shout out to Adrian, the mayor. Um, but his mom, we do a couple family trips with our kids and his kids and his mom, and she's an excellent, excellent cook, and she does, like, the meanest, like, drinks and Bloody Marys, one of her yeah. standards. So, like, we're going to bring uh, one of those for that just yeah, to get the heartburn just brewing first thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you something's coming out of the ice, obviously head first. Yeah. And then walk us through exactly. You said – Earlier, you're going to take the hook out before you even pull him out of the water mm-hmm. or her. Yeah. So you pull the hook out before the fish ever comes out, and you're going to, like, I'm going to flip this upside down. Do you want to explain really. how you grab it? Yeah. Properly. So if you're getting, like, a big fish, you know, you're coming up through the ice. It's going to be hard to, like, just grab that fish. So you're going to, like, slide your hand basically, like, up under the gill plate. But you got to be, like, real careful not to, like, grab the gills i guess so you're gonna slide it like just underneath the gill plate and you're basically gonna like pull that fish out you know pull it like straight up and you're gonna grab the tail but when you grab the tail Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna come out like this and you're gonna not just grab the tail like that you're gonna flip your hand and turn that so the tail is on the outside of your hand because like a fish picture like I like showing the tail of the fish as opposed to, like, having it like this. You can't see the tail. Yeah, that's a great Mm -hmm. point because looking at all your photos, you are 
displaying the tail, especially yeah. on the Laker. It's a huge fin. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. a cool. It's just a cool thing. You know, well, it helps. It helps uh, present its size. Yeah, yeah. and the know? cool is, I mean, the, like the tail is just like a cool fin, and you hate to cover it up doing something like that. So yeah, you, ain't that the you, truth? You pull it up and flip your hand, turn it. Okay, and then from there, that's where your grip mm -hmm. is, is on that tail. So you'll get, like, a good firm grip on the tail. And like I was saying earlier, like, you don't want to grab that fish up front. Like, basically, you know, you're just kind of, like, setting it in your hand and, like, putting, like, the pectoral fin between, like, your middle finger and your ring finger. And that's, like, so you're not, like, crushing fins. You're not crushing yep. that, crushing, the, like, the guts of that fish. You're just setting it in there. You have a grip on the tail. So if that fish kicks, you still have control of that fish's tail you have a good grip and you can kind of move your your other your dominant hand whatever's cradling the body of that fish and it's not trying to pitch and roll on your mm -hmm. when you're holding it yep yeah exactly so and that's the same with like if you were to approach it at a river on you know on a river like so let's say it's in the net and it's like you know going those ones are tough when in the river it's you know wherever you can grab that fish and steelhead generally like they're not going to tolerate you messing with them no a lot. they're full of piss and vinegar still mm -hmm. so you're gonna and in there's steelhead up here a lot of those smaller creeks you can't pull the fish out of the water so True. oh you're not allowed to no it's yeah it's oh. illegal to pull the oh, fish out of the pull water it up a little bit or you can turn it turn that too if it's yeah you can't pull the fish out of the water so you're gonna be like someone's gonna be Hold, getting a hold of that fish however they can hand over under whichever way you can get a hold of that fish mm. and then someone else is like dropping the net away from that fish so that fish hasn't oh, moved okay so heads upstream so it's getting oxygen as you're going or as it's going like and someone's going to be holding like the guy whoever caught the fish is going to be holding that fish the net gets dropped away camera guy's ready to rock if it's only two people the person who caught the fish is now in charge of the net and the fish. So the net's usually like in the picture and the or camp you can step on it. Oh, you can step on it. Oh, yep. Good but, little technique there. But the biggest thing is, is like, and it's really hard to do, but whoever caught the fish is basically in charge of netting their own fish because the person who, unless there's three people there, the person who is not catching the fish has to have their camera ready. And yeah, like, and they can't, like, have the fish, the mm -hmm. net, and then try to pull out their camera yep. and all that. Yeah, it just it's makes like, it awkward. The camera is ready, because so you're handling that fish for as little time as possible. Like, yeah. you need that. I want that fish to be back. Like I said, five, ten seconds, and that's it. Well, a lot of the research says 30 seconds is fine, but, like, the less time is the better. Yeah. So, like... You're going to be basically netting your own fish, or I'll have my camera ready and net the fish. You'll grab the net, and then, like, you deal with the fish, and I have the camera pointed on you, ready to rock. Like, yeah, it's very quick. It's a very quick process, and that fish is ready to go and, like, you know, push it out. Like, it goes. It kicks yeah. off and goes. So, Is it using a GoPro? For the no. picture depends. What I just bought, phone. like, a super, yeah, a phone, or I just bought, like, a nice camera. You're not so. a Google Pixel guy, are you? I don't know. What is that a phone? <laughs> oh, that's great stuff you know you're yeah. right there is like a real technique to mm -hmm. holding the fish i mean because you know i like pride myself in like you know getting photos 
good photos of like antlered animals or, mm-hmm. or bears or well that's like a lean thing isn't it you're like grabbing and like leaning back or what do you C- kind of i mean that? it's just it's just like positioning of the yeah. animal and then you and then you know like i feel like it takes four steps back. i get i get a lot of yeah. i get a lot of like you know fun shit talking about like taking all the time to take photos mm-hmm. But in my opinion, it's like that was what's going to last forever. Yep. Like that's yep. the memory mm-hmm. that you can always go back on. Yeah. To share with someone or show yeah. somebody. So it's like it's got to be really, it's got to be as good as you can make mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And you have time with it, with an animal. Right. Right. Well, yeah. you have a dead animal. It's a different story. But yeah. like the fish, like, yeah, you, you, you actually have to be pretty calculated in this approach because it's not, it's, it, it's, it's out of the water and back in. Yep. Like well, I never heard the tail thing. That yeah, that is so cool, dude. And grab it like that, and yeah. then yeah, the tail's coming out. It's kind of hard. It's tough. To do yeah, first. it's hard. To do. You make it look yeah. easy. Yeah, it's huge. Not I have huge Especially hands. Holding, My hands are enormous. Depends on the size of your hands. Giant oh. fish, bro. <laughs> I mean, some of these yeah. are, and and, and yeah. yeah, dude. Well, and then grayling are totally. Oh, oh that's yeah. what I want to ask. Okay, about to ask too, man. Okay, so you do the picture with the grayling, and I see your one hand in it. Does. I mean, I've caught grayling, but I just don't remember. Does that fin stand up on its own, it, or are you kind of pushing a little bit down. right if there? If they're pissed off, they, they'll stand up on their own. But we don't, like, squeeze or push or anything. Like, if they're like if you catch a grayling really fast, like, sometimes that fin will stand up by itself. But okay. Otherwise, oh, okay. you know, it's like the you set it in your hand. And, the, and a big thing with grayling is, like, the harder you squeeze, the more they're going to struggle, which oh, okay. is like a really hard thing to get through some like someone that's new to it yeah like it's hard to get that through their head is like stop squeezing it like just set it in your hand it'll relax. and it'll just sit there and mm. like that's it oh you don't need to like sit there and, and i think that's what makes them honestly stick their fin up is when yeah they are relaxed because okay. i've just noticed we always have we always can just lift them up yeah and their fins up. and then yeah. you can pick their if you want to pick their fin up you can like Set them in there, pick their fin up, make sure the head's going that way so you can pull their fin up, and then yeah. you get the nice Man, the thing. It's a monster grayling. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some, some beautiful grayling. North, it's great. Yeah. Do, you, do you ever eat them? Mm-mm, I've never eaten one. My dad really? has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were I guess good. they're good. They're delicious. Yeah. They not, those big ones are not, not good eaters. Yeah. Would strongly recommend not eating those, mm-hmm. but those like 14, 12, 14 is actually probably a good size, I guess for a grilling just like those small you got to catch a bunch and, mm-hmm. and pretty much fry them almost whole yeah but the meat man it's flaky and and gets crispy it's delicious i've heard you have to get like eat them pretty quick like if you try to freeze yeah. them they don't oh yeah no no like fresh like yeah. right away okay that's yeah. how i feel about trout too yeah um i don't I, i'm i think you just if you're not smoking them i think it's just you got to eat them before they ever freeze it changes the yeah like meat the, texture yeah makes it like, i don't know if you ever eat lake trout Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, really. Not a lot. Yeah, but we've taken a few, and they're they're good. Yeah, yeah I mean, I really I, good, I agree. I've, yeah. I eat them. I've eaten them too. I mm-hmm. Never have we like, you know, caught a twenty eight or thirty incher and, mm-hmm. and kept it. That's that's an old fish. I'd imagine yep. that the meat's not good, and not to mention it's a breeder, and you don't want to do that. Yep. But you know, you catch an eighteen to twenty two incher, mm-hmm. you know, or something like yeah. that, and throw them fresh on a gr- on a on a fire grill like yeah. that night yeah and you know with like crackers and and you know tartar sauce or something yeah. i mean i i think it's amazing <laughs> yeah and like <laughs> i keep a lot like i we keep fish i mean we eat a yeah. lot of fish yeah, yeah, like yeah. i fly fish and you know we'll keep fish but like yeah i mean i'm laughing because 
my mom, you know, she's Colombian. Keep she's hundred percent Colombian. And she was seeing all these pictures. Like we would go fishing with my brother and we're getting these trout. And she's like, Oh, she was so mad when she found out that we were putting them back. Yeah. She was just pissed. She's yeah, like, like, how what? could you? Daniel. That's exactly like me. Those are the best. <laughs> Why didn't you bring it home? <laughs> she was like so mad that like, I was like, well, you can't keep this. Like it has to be about less than 18 yeah. or whatever on the Kina. All right. And she was so <laughs> mad that we were like putting them back. And so like, she's like, if I come with you, you're going to keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly like my mom. Yeah. And my parents, when yeah. they started seeing the fish recruiting, they're like, what? why didn't you keep that? And like, well, you're not even allowed to keep those also they're not very yeah. good to keep but they were so mad yeah it's funny yeah the idea of not like harvesting a fish just doesn't like what, what a weird yeah she made me like, like carry all the heads a, out from like the last like russian river home, trip right? i'm like mom yeah. i'm like mommy yes, I think are you gonna carry these heads out like you're gonna carry this <laughs> like there's 18 yeah. of them here like yeah. <laughs> she's like bagging them all up yeah we keep a lot of salmon, and and uh, we'll keep. I mean, if a lake trout's bleeding and it's legal, mm. that, those okay. are the ones we'll take. Oh, okay, I have a hard time keeping them keeping a lake trout. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I personally like. I feel wrong keeping something older than I am. I yeah. mean, like this fish might be forty. You yeah. know, and like, yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Yeah. I don't need to kill that. Yeah, like it's yeah. fine. I, I will it say before too. before yeah. we go to the break, I I. I chuckled at your picture that you held the halibut like oh, the yeah. same way it's like like that one stood out to me i was like oh i've never ever ever seen anyone hold a halibut like that yeah. it's always like you know like with yeah. your finger like this yeah. and you did it like the same way you would a trout that picture was very intentionally done that way okay so usually, usually you hold them hold them like yeah, up under the gills and like take a nice picture like Here's my fish. And yeah. then that one, I was like. I Did you release it? No. <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't go back. Yeah, that, that one didn't go back. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah. be right back, guys. <laughs> the Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen. This is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. 
in-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the Connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Uh, it's a, it's a um, utensil used for yeah. vaporizing things. <laughs> yeah, I it was like a window crank for like opening a window. Yeah, yeah. Oh, their window broke. Yeah. Uh, Let's do this real quick. Thanks to the mayor of Eagle River. Shout out to the mayor real quick on this Anchorage Distillery ghost pepper. Oh, my God. Spicy. Yep. (sighs) Clear the sinuses. Ghost pepper, yeah. It did. (sighs) Um, What's your... (laughs) I was choking that down for a minute. (laughs) Do you have a favorite fish recipe? Yeah. Um, so I'll do like a lemon herb butter salmon. And it's got like rosemary, dill, thyme. Um, so you take, you know, you salt and pepper the salmon. Or you take a filet, defrost it, whatever, salt, pepper, um, olive oil, and then you sear it on, you know, on your, um, on like a cast iron. And then you sear it on the top side, and you flip it skin side down to let it finish cooking. And then um, you take, and then I'll take dill and uh, lemon zest and lemon juice, and mm-hmm. then butter, and then I'll put a little salt in there, um, and then throw that in the microwave and melt that down. And then I'll baste that salmon fillet with a basting brush in that mixture. And that, like, I don't know where i came up i don't know where that came from i don't know why i did decided to do that but that has been like that's the go-to like, oh man it's okay yeah and oh, like, that makes me hungry i made it for a couple buddies and they're like this is the best salmon i've ever had i'm like yeah hey. i don't know but i've like i've left like i've cooked i worked in a kitchen for um nice. i was like a um line cook for a while okay in michigan okay. and then um so i've kind of and my dad really likes to cook too so I've always kind of had like a love for cooking, so I cook. Yeah. I cook a ton, and I don't post anything. Like my Instagram's fish, like it's fish. Period. But there's yeah, a lot. nothing not, but yeah, it's not all. You know, that's not everything. So. You do eat. Yeah, yeah, I do eat. Yeah, I sleep sometimes. Every once in a while, I work out sometimes. You know, do all that stuff. I do work. Now, what about to what about popular belief? I'll work um, when I have to. Yeah. Well, just thinking about like my favorite fish to eat is a white king salmon Mm -hmm. that's been my ultimate favorite all time um what's your ultimate favorite i'm gonna go around too and also like between i want to know ultimate favorite and also um silver or red salmon sockeye or call is there a preference sockeye yeah Yeah, definitely sockeye um as far as preference (sighs) Have you yeah, had a White King? On, no, I haven't. Are they awesome? 
Yeah. White king. White king salmon. So we go do um, winter king salmon fishing on the ocean. And every now and then you'll get a white one that meets all white. And for some reason, I don't know what. Is that just genetic or something? It's a genetic thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for some, and we've been lucky. Like we've got lots of them. And normally now what we'll do is we won't even like cook it. We'll eat at sushi. We'll like flash freeze it and do make sushi out of it. Sashimi. Um, But I, for me personally, I think that is the best piece of fish i've ever had what okay so i know there's like some debate around like freezing saltwater fish so you flash freeze it and then you'll make it into sushi or sashimi what is the point of like what's what's the point of freezing at first like what's the reason Mm -hmm. um they say the reason is if there's any worms okay and stuff in there gotcha. but even though like we've done like ceviche right out of the river yeah you know yep. and and we get a million fucking haters wasn't it yeah online. i was gonna say I heard <laughs> yeah that. there's like it got a ton of views like insane amount of views and then just amount of, the same amount of like mm-hmm. people like you're gonna good die luck you're gonna suck. good luck with the worms <laughs> let us know how that goes have you googled those worms have you like looked at? What I have seen. It. I, after the people were texting that, or mm-hmm. messaging that, I was like, "Let me just check this out." Yeah. And then are they uh, super no. dangerous? No, I, I mean I'm here. No, they're fine. Yeah, they I just like, like attach to your intestines for a couple <laughs> weeks and then they die. Yeah, yeah. and you're fine. You lose yeah. little weight. I mean, yeah. in some place, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> obviously, I don't got one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little husky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to find one actually. <laughs> Trying to find the right worm to help me lose some weight. <laughs> uh, what about you, B? Do you have a preference or a favorite like fish? I mean, even like, is it halibut? Like, what's your number one? Like Alaskan, yeah, Alaskan, fish? yeah, yeah. yeah uh, salmon. My preference is, is Chinook, hands down. I love the oil content. Mm. In, You're not uh, allowed to fish for those king salmon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just, I guess, lucky enough in the last. Maybe prior to the last five years, the previous maybe decade and a half, I was, you know, lucky enough to harvest kings on a regular basis and, you know, smoke them and have them in jars. And I'd have, like, two trays in my pantry of reds and kings and then coho. I'd, like, have all the salmon. It's like, no, that doesn't even – it's not even a possibility. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you know, I I used to think it was halibut, but – Halibut's actually not my favorite. No. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I really prefer uh, the black rockfish and the uh, really? yellow and the yellow oh, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I do. Um, there's they're oilier. Mm-hmm. They um, I don't know the the it doesn't get so dry and flaky. It's just a little bit wetter and oilier. Um, mm. And I've I've found that you know, a lot of people are just like black rockfish. You know, you just catch a bunch of them and. Or whatever, and you know, it's always going after halibut and it's in lings, and like lings are good too. They're really, really good. But I really like black rockfish and yellow eye. Yeah. And some people are like, hey, man, that's your favorite fish. I'm like, yeah. yeah, dude, if you really actually like cut a slab and just cook it in butter or like something very, very, very simple and just taste the fish. Yeah. Well, that rockfish is like sweet. sweet. It's got like a sweetness to it. Yes. And like, I remember opening packages of it and i'm like it's almost smells like lobster like it's really exactly. sweet you got that yeah, right man and the so way it flakes it like so it just good. i don't know man I, i've had the opportunity to eat a lot of seafood living in alaska and yeah. you know scallops and yeah. you know everything and just i don't know, rockfish dude that's All my right, favorite good answer yeah. i mean it's really simple kind of like 
blue collar poor man's type like deep yeah. sea f- yeah. seafood, but it's actually it's better than people think. It's over because yeah. they think they need yeah. to get halibut. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's mm-hmm. cheaper, it's, but I've always found it halibut's better. halibut's bland. Yep, mm-hmm. it's clean. Yeah, high protein. It's it's it is good fish. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying oh fucking halibut's trash. Yeah, hell no, delicious fish, but it's bland compared to. Mm. Rockfish that's just yeah. got some like flavor and yeah. oil and yeah. just you know if you really fish know fish and, yeah. and what you're what you're eating you yeah. can tell the difference. Yeah, uh, Gabby, cook, cook halibut and butter and it tastes like butter. Yeah, <laughs> correct, yeah. Yeah. correct. It's delicious. It's good. I yeah. mean, yeah, I'd say the best fish I ever had was fresh caught king salmon. Just cook it in some butter and yeah, was good. But weirdly yeah. enough, growing up, my family. Caught a lot of hooligans. I knew it. And for some reason, (laughs) I my mom just fried it up, deep fried, head and all. One of my favorite. I mean, I loved I loved salmon too. Yeah, but just to be weird is I love good call, man. Yeah, good call. Very underrated. I love fried hooligan. And I haven't gone. Have you gone recently? We we go at once a year. Oh, you guys go? Okay. Do you the cook inlet thing or somewhere else? On the the turning arm. Turning arm. That's what I meant. Yeah, turning arm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mateo's been wanting to go, and I've been trying to tell my dad to take him. It's so because my dad loves to eat that. My parents love that. I mean, I I just that was like such a. I want to do it. We'd have. This is so Colombian. We'd have like (laughs) hooligans and patacones. Like. It's like fried plantains. Yeah. That was yeah. the meal. And you'd put the same salt on the plantain that you would on the thing with lemon. And you just, yeah, we just be like munching it. Doing it, it's it's so weird, though. I remember growing up, we would go, just kind of with salmon, too, when we would go dip netting, it's just like the runs were insane. Yeah. And with hooligan, too, we would go, and it would just be a whole net every mm-hmm. every single time. And now it's just not. Yeah. Did you guys go clamming, too? We did, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't that. stand eating clams, but I love clams. <laughs> I like clams too but that's not there anymore but no even yeah that's that, yeah i was i was that's so sad for the kids like clamming was such a big thing in our life like every time fun. there was like a tide it was like we we're there like and every other ethnic it's person exciting. was down there like at clam gulch <laughs> yeah, exactly. or the nail chick or like with the hooligan yeah yeah it was amazing that's where i learned like the four-wheeler and like you know just the tides, and I flipped the thing in the, the wind in the ocean one time, but we won't get into that. <laughs> My dad was so mad. You've taken lots, lots of dips. Hey, man, you got to learn. <laughs> learn. I have to learn the hard way. <laughs> have, have you guys ever had smoked hooligan? Yes. Like a whole mm-hmm. hooligan smoked, and then I, you eat it head to tail. Yeah, I smoked a bunch of them, and I actually pickled, oh, you did I pickled a bunch of them. Oh, oh what, dude? Yeah. That was good. Damn, that you got any of that in the pantry? Anymore, my buddies, <laughs> my buddies took it. Off. I was gonna say, dude, I I would some people might call I'm me crazy. Try I'd, I'd trade, I'd trade you some backstrap yeah. for, some, for some for some pickled That's a pretty good trade, man. You guys had pickled pike? No, mm. I actually had never had. Pike. Oh, oh you know what? Pike is another very underrated breed, quality fish. Mm-hmm. Very good eating fish. That's so why I have a hard time deciding because if it's cooked right. It's mm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time, but I agree with you on. I mean, agree with the hooligan. I agree with the the black or black rock fish. I guess black cod. Have you guys had black cod? Oh, black cod's yeah. bomb. I guess it's really it's amazing. Oh, it is yeah. good. I've never had it. Oh, I really want to try it. I you really want to go fish for him. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 You know, pike's, pike's actually really good, pike man. I awesome. mean, I love pike. Like, we've gone as far as like having, you know, fresh caught mm-hmm. and then on stringers. In camp, 
and they're alive. Mm-hmm. And then pull it off the stringer, bleed it, mm-hmm. clean the meat off, which pike are a bitch to clean. I don't know if you guys have ever cleaned pike, but mm-hmm. oh my God, that Y bone. Yeah. Like getting that meat off. I, I have not figured it out yet, but my, my old my old boy Willie, he's our <laughs> fish cleaner, man. Cause I, Is he I, the one I, that put I, the TV up? <laughs> no. <I> was, <laughs> Willie in there? Willie in there? No. <laughs> Donatello. Uh, no, it's it's good. And, and then, you you know, you just throw it in a batter and fry it, I mean, directly from the lake right into the frying yeah. pan, you know, bled, and then and then eat it up. It's... Well, that's what we pickle. Fish and is chips. We'll cut that Y. You cut that Y bone out, and you end up with that back, that strip yeah. on the back. Yep. And then we'll... Make fish fry out of all the, like, the meat without mm. bones in it. And yeah. then we pickle that strip the mm. y bone strip because oh, the dude. vinegar dissolves all those bones so you go from an unedible piece of meat to having pickled pike and you can eat that and it's awesome you can peel it right out of the jar and it's mm. the bones are no longer a problem yep mm. damn yeah, it's awesome so that's the thing about eating pike it's a lot of work mm-hmm. it it's is. like you got to eat it and like get poked in the gums and like yeah. oh you know yeah. it's kind of like you get done eating a plate of pike and your mouth kind of hurts. <laughs> your gums are bleeding. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, a lot of people just grab those things and throw them out in the brush behind them. Well, down here you can't you can't let them go, right? Yeah, That's you're what I'm saying. Have to keep you know, and and, and yeah. you really have to get a pretty like sizable fish to like harvest meat off of it. Mm. You know, a twenty inch pike isn't gonna have. Oh really? Really, even an edible meat. On what about it? burbot? You guys had any mm-hmm. burbot? No, I've heard it. What do yeah. they call that? The poor man's, poor man's, poor man's lobster. lobster. I've never really bought into like the hype of it being this just like unbelievable delicacy meat part. It's fried fish. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a bottom feeder. It's yeah. like catfishy type meat to me in a way. Like mm. I, that's that's probably so somebody's gonna hear us and be like this motherfucker. Yeah. Talking about oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. I, I, didn't, I mean, I'm not saying it tastes like mud. I'm just saying it's just like a lot of fish are like what they eat, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, everything is what it eats. Right. I'm just, I mean, but like it, you can tell the difference. Like yeah. I've had pike that are mm-hmm. feeding on grayling mm-hmm. and I've had pike that are feeding on whatever the hell else, muskrats and shit that they're yeah. eating and their Ooh. meat is not as good. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You pull a pike out that's got a, got a grayling in its belly. Yeah. You pull one that's got a baby squirrel in it. It just doesn't taste the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like game gamey or something. If it's just hyped like like halibut, you know, where everybody I, I, says it's oh, really good. The yeah, is, the hype so is you real. I think it's gonna be really good. Every I'm time sure. I've had it, I'm like, eh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not like, oh my god. You, yeah. Yeah. I've never had a fish good. like this. <laughs> I think fried fish comes down to like the texture, and then like, mm. I don't know, fried fish is it's fried dipping. fish. Tartar sauce. Yeah, like fried anything. Mm-hmm. Fried my shoe up. And eat it. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, you can pull a piece of halibut out of the freezer and, like, you know, salt water, soak it real quick, clean it, and then fry it. And it's like, I yeah, think I think you, what you right, do with you that know? is ceviche, like that old stuff. Like you, you can draw away that like nasty mm-hmm. fish taste with enough spice and well, clean all the white meat off and feed it put it in your dog bowl i mean that works too <laughs> yeah marty, get, marty, get, marty gets the stock marty yeah. marty's oh, eating good. Marty. you saw that coat dude yeah, you saw marty's that coat. coat is shining baby Shoot. how old is that pup he's almost seven. Oh, oh he's okay. a full mature boy yeah mature yeah, yeah. i mean you know <laughs> he's a wild he's man <laughs> that one. 
Um, I want to switch gears a little bit and get into some. I was um, geeking out reading a bunch of your articles today. Um, Are we going Child Unlimited? Yeah, I want to go Child Unlimited and um, the other one, Fly Lords, Fly Lords Mag, awesome mm-hmm. name. Um, the first article I read was the Brooks Range one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm infatuated infatuated with the brooks range i love the brooks range we've gone sheep hunting there we plan to go caribou hunting next year i've been up there four or five times um we're talking about the Cobuck and other rivers up there mm-hmm. like i i just i think that that is the most epic place on earth and so that was the first article i read um excellent writing but what got you like started into that was someone's like oh you're out there doing it you should write about that or was it how did that start the writing thing started in, so I didn't do well in high school. I did very poorly in high school. Actually, I got terrible grades because um, I was fishing all the <laughs> Too time. Too busy off fishing. Yeah. I was fishing all the time. And then that transferred over to college, and I didn't do well. But the only class that I did well in in college was a creative writing class. And that teacher was, like, she was, like, 22. She was young. And, you know, we're all 18, and she, like, took a liking to me and like my writing style. And she was like, you need, she's like, you need to change your major to writing to English. She's like, you you know, I didn't have, like I read through my notes after that class and I was like, I wasn't even spelling words right. Like it was bad. Yeah. Like, um, but the she, thought process was there. though. Yeah, yeah. And she really liked that writing, st- my writing style and the stories that I was telling about my fishing trips growing up. And because that's all I wrote about was fishing. That's it. She would give me a prompt, and I would just totally go off crazy fishing something. Yeah. Figure out a way to twist fishing into it. Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even twisting fishing, and it was like this. I'm you told me to write about it's like Gettysburg, and you're like, yeah, but yeah. you know, Gettysburg they, they were eating fish. Trout. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but I went to Canada this one time, and we ate fish, and we're going to write about that. And she's like, all right, I should fail you, but I like your writing. It's cool. It's entertaining, and. That kind of stuck with me for a long time. So I didn't write for a long time. And then we went on this tr- Dolly trip and like. Is that the Brooks Range trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the Brooks Range trip. And I was like, man, I just like, I think this is kind of where I want to write an article about this and submit it. So I took a long time. It takes me a long time to write. It takes me like weeks to write an article because I'll, mm. re- I'll write it and then I'll read it. And then like, I have to go. Okay, go ahead. I'll sit down and. I'll read it a week later and I'll hate it and I'll rewrite the mm. whole thing and then I'll read it again and then I'll hate the whole it's thing. It's a lot of it's time, like, Oliver. It takes a long time. It takes forever. <laughs> I can't, like, it, it doesn't, it's never right. It's, I, I can never, I'm never satisfied with the writing. So, but that article seemed to be like the one that I really wanted to submit. So I kicked it over to Fly Lords and I was like, do you guys want this? And oh, you just went like to the oh, cold to call. Everything I have, everything I've done with fishing is total cold call. Wow. Like everything. Yeah. There has not been a single company. I had one reach out to me recently, um, but everything I've done within the fishing thing has been total cold call. Everything like, yeah. do you guys, can I like work with you guys? Like whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's how that went. I just reached out to them and they were like, yeah, we like it. And then I asked them if they wanted a lake trout article for fly fishing for lake trout because I know that it's not like a popular thing yeah. up here. It's a little more popular than like the lo- yeah. than it is in like the lower forty eight. But um, so I submitted that one to him, and after that, I was like, "Hey, you know, it takes me a long time to write." So I was like, "Is there any way I could like you know get paid a little bit to write these articles?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." You know, so from Fly Lords, it took off a little bit into like 
Um, was it flylords.com? Yeah, flylordsmag. Okay, flylords. Flylordsmag. Yeah. If you just Google flylords, it'll come up, and um, you can go through and read um, all their stuff. They have stuff coming out weekly. I mean, they do a ton of content. Badass website. Mm-hmm. It is really cool, and there's a lot of really good guys working with them, and it's it's really cool. Artists um, and everything. Yeah, they do everything in the fishing industry. It's awesome. Um, so, um, yeah, from there. You know, that's kind of where the writing came from. And then I started to meet guys, and they knew art editors from different magazines. So um, swing the, the one from Swing the Fly, um, I wrote about swinging flies for grayling, and they picked up, um, and he picked up an article that I wrote for about swinging flies for grayling. And that's like a conservation-minded thing, like, because grayling are kind of dumb, so you can just go catch a million of them. But, like, go out there and swing a wet fly for them on a two-handed rod, and it's really fun. You know, you can catch less, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. So. Yeah. Um, the Trout Unlimited thing came about because um, I kind of wanted to, I felt like I was taking a lot, and I don't know if I was actually taking a lot. I don't think I was actually taking a lot now that I think back about it, but I wanted to give back to the, communi- the fishing community mm. in some way, however I could, and that president position in Fairbanks just happened to be open everyone up there that was involved was old like very old like 70 yeah. to phasing out yeah mm-hmm. 70 yeah. to 90 years old and they were like yeah no one's doing anything with it so if you wanted it's yours I was like I'll take it and try so that's still um it's tough doing yeah. that um especially with my limited time and yeah. I'm very selfish with my time with fishing i yeah. have to fish like well they got to know that too right they do yeah mm-hmm. they do so but well, i that's have the content anyway mm-hmm. and a lot of the guys that come in with trout unlimited um are guys that, that i have present for the chapter up there have i met on the river so like mm. met her around the lake or whatever so a lot yeah. of those guys are like guys that i know and like i know they'll do a good job so yeah um yeah and it's just kind of a way to give back um, as much as I can. Do they set um, some sort of expectation or parameters? Like we need you to at least produce two articles it. a year or something like that, or is not 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 it's, that way? It's quarterly for Fly Lords. Um, I submit way more articles for them than quarterly or with them quarterly. Whether or not they run them or not is a different story. Yeah. So some of the stuff is a little on the opinionated side, and, and I, I get that. I fully. Do they give you a word count? Nope. Okay. I have free reign on fly lords for whatever i want and they told me that they're like you all everyone else that works with them kind of has like a thing so one of the guys that came up this summer does a lot of cooking stuff so he'll do like uh, it's called flavor on the fly and Mm. he'll write you know he'll go catch fish and cook them and then write an article about that catching the fish and then cooking them and that's really cool for me it's more of my whatever trips i'm doing or whatever i think I want to write about yeah. like um, I just write about it and send it over to them and then they'll push it out if they if they like it or if they yeah. don't you know they'll say like we're not going to push this I'm like okay that's fine now that stuff yeah. that um, obviously you took the time to write and maybe they're not going to put it out on their platform what do you do with that um, generally I won't do anything with it I'll just you know I'll submit it and then that's it like I just if it's there it's so if they they don't accept it it just doesn't get read it just doesn't get pushed out yeah we should put it on our website (laughs) i mean some of it's yeah i mean or you should start your own website yeah wait the guy from alaska alaska rod company 
yeah, Tomato yeah. Put, put stuff on his blog. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good mm, dude. I've been hearing a lot dude. of really good yeah. things about him. Matt Crow, man, he's awesome. I've heard that. Matt Crow? I've heard that. Yep, mm. Matt Crow, man, he's yep. very good. Yep. We'll get guy. him on. We'll yep. get him on. I know he's he's fairly new and getting his thing going. He's but doing, we see you out there. He's doing it right, man. We Watch see you out there. We'll find you. Well, what's the what's the thought process in like creating topics? Like what? Because that the cool thing about what you're doing and your writing, mm-hmm. and uh, I always um, I always applaud anybody that's willing to get out of that comfort zone, like I mentioned earlier, and and get into that creative space, mm-hmm. right? And that's different for so many people, right? It's art, maybe it's fly fishing, but or you know, this is obviously a creative space, a podcast, yeah. entertainment. Um, when you're when you're writing about a trip, a fish, an experience, like how do you create your topics? How do you, is it just all like this? Is what I'm thinking about boom, put it on paper. You have a method to your madness, mm. as far as that goes. Uh, well, this is not um, the good right way to do it. Usually, I get a lot. What's of, Oliver's way? Oliver's way is to, while I'm driving. Ollie and him. I will listen to podcasts and then I'll think about writing and think about trips and I'll sit there because mm. I'm driving. I mean, I pack my car on Thursday night and then on Friday when I go to work, I bring oh, my ready to rock. Oh, I bring my dog yeah, to work. My dog's in my car at work. Oh, on Friday. He, he, he yeah. knows when you're I'm packing. Yeah, yeah, he's already he's like, ready. He's like, we're going. Like, yeah. You put my food in that bag, we're going. Yeah. So, yeah, I have my dog in my car on Friday, like Friday after work, like I'm changing at gas stations while I'm pumping gas to get out of town. Mm-hmm. Like um so I'm driving a ton. Like I put ninety thousand miles on my truck in like two years. Like Yoda gang. like we're going. Like, you know, and uh so while I'm driving, I'll so you're just listen warming to that podcasts. motor up ninety thousand miles. No, I know. Toyota, that thing will keep step going. up, man. I got a two hundred on mine. Talk to the boys down at Total <laughs> Truck, man. Craig will get yeah. that thing all set up. You need a rooftop tent. Yeah, you want them? She wants one of those things. Yeah, those are sick. I mean, you're talking yeah. about all those miles on the road. I mean, you're doing probably a lot of tent camping and pullouts yeah. and stuff. It's usually like this, just like uh, whatever tent I could find for a hundred bucks. Like hundred bucks is a budget. This is Gabby's what we got. like. You know, she's like, could, that's not okay. <laughs> you know what they can do? Like to be off yeah. the ground now? No, they drill a hole from the tent all the way down to the ice. Yep. It goes through all the way <laughs> through your yeah, truck. Yeah, sixteen yeah. inch auger. Sixteen <laughs> foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the latest. Oh, we hit the gas station. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it really just comes from that brainstorming time you have, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like, "Wait a minute, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. write about that." Yep, and I'll okay. text, you know, you know, write notes and stuff on my phone, and like pull. Over While you're out on the trip, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. I'll like. Oh, sit when your mind is in that space, you want to capture that thought, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I know a lot of guys will write notes while they're fishing, but I can't take my mind off. That of was going to be I'm my doing. next question: is if you actually are can't no you I've want tried. you you need to be well a line has to be in the water in order to catch a fish right yep yeah so i guys then that's the can't film. have downtime that's the f- time with the filming is like i mm. don't if someone is there filming fine but i can't take my mind off of what of off of fishing long enough to film because the yeah. videos just don't look they don't look right because yeah. i'm like not looking at the camera while i'm talking i'm looking at my electronics yeah like i'm looking i'm not you're focused. in the zone yeah i'm yeah. very just that's a skill 
to be able in. to do that. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And like, like I, yeah. those guys iron are, focus on like the task at hand, right? Well, those guys that do the YouTube stuff. I mean, that's awesome. It's yeah. so the solo yeah, guys that can man. film shit. Awesome. I mean, yeah. good for them. Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, it's it's hard to do. Yeah, it's easy to mess up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, I had a question about um, species that have like different names. Because you'll hear, like, it's a trout, it's a jar, it's a this, it's a that. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, what are, I, I I feel stupid even asking because I've lived here my entire life and I've caught all these fish. But, like, I'll post a picture and be like, what is that? I'm like, well, I'm not really sure. This, is, this could be a dolly or it could be a this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are some of the basic, this could is this and it could be called that depending, on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that so, make sense, the question? Yeah. Yeah. Like a trout and a doll, like, like a char, like Arctic char and a dolly varden get confused okay. a lot. Um, so my understanding and talking to biologists is, is it generally speaking, I know there's a lot of, ex- there's exceptions to everything. I mean, but a dolly varden will generally be anadromous. So the dolly varden will run into the ocean and then eat and come back to spawn and an arctic char will generally be in like a freshwater lake and then you know they'll move into rivers and do that so generally a dolly varden will be an adromus and like the that fish going out <coughs> to the ocean and coming back to freshwater yep okay. yeah so like a salmon is an adromus so okay. they'll be born in freshwater and then go out and a steelhead is an adromus they'll be born in freshwater and go out and come back and um hold on so a second can you spell adromus <laughs> Adramus, Adramus, A D A D R I Anadromus. Anadromus? Anadromus. Can we get it in a sentence? The fish was anadromus. Was that the biggest cop out ever? Yeah. The spelling bee's coming up, y'all. Come on, I gotta get my my eyes just my eyes just went crossed and my brain locked. I feel like how you say it. Anadromous. 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 Well, depends where you're from. Yeah. Eh? Eh. Ooh. <laughs> e- okay, sorry. E- Go ahead. Go ahead. We went off topic there. It's E-H-N. Anadromous. You spelled it right in your article. I checked. Yeah. Yeah. Someone checked it. A-N-D-R-O-M-O-U-S. That. Okay. Makes sense. Got it. And the definition is an animal that can go from freshwater to saltwater and returns... Mm-hmm. To the fresh water. Migrating up rivers from sea to spawn. Mm-hmm. Boom. I think there's a flip side, catadromous, and it's a fish that oh. Whoa. is born in the ocean, comes into fresh water to live, and then goes back out and spawns. In what, the ocean. what is that? Like a yeah. There's like an eel that does Oh. That. Yeah. Oh, like in New Zealand or something? Something like that. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Not Did that I say skate? A skate, right? <laughs> yeah, like a. That's so mad we got one. We thought it was a king on the anchor. Yeah. Yeah. A stupid skate. What? On the anchor, you got a skate? Yeah. In the anchor? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't a. Um, Are you like the first person ever to do that? Or is that like a thing? No, a we've skate? got it multiple times. Yeah, Are isn't that sure what it is? Like a, a little looking hound? Flou- it's a flounder. Yeah. yeah oh, a flounder. Like, no, no, that's different. No, don't they look like a stingray? Yeah, a skate yeah, and a stingray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. You caught, a, you caught a flounder. No, I said a <laughs> 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 
I mean, Catromatus. Yeah. I Megatron. Mean, that would be, be cool. Yeah. That kind of skate. The mess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we called it a skate. It looked like a little helmet. No, 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 it, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a flounder. It's had the little flounder. laser sharp teeth. Yeah. Yeah, like they're in brackish water. You know, yeah. you catch them in like, you know, the Kenai Casino. Yeah, on off. the anchor. Like when you're trying to get them and they're up there. <laughs> Did you eat it? No. Oh. No, I, heard, I, heard, My mom I heard they're... They can be good eating, but it was a little guy. Well, they're never really big. They're only like the size of maybe like a 12 inch skillet. I'd eat it. I would too if it was prepared for me. I I mean, I just wondered how you cook it because it doesn't seem like there's a lot of meat on it. Yeah. And fry it like a halibut, you would get like these little tiny. Just a little wafer. You make like little chips or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you ever see her actually like clean it and and filled it? I feel like I did. Um, you would get them dip netting. They would just yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents would always take yeah. them because people would just throw them back. Oh, they put them. Yeah, they yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think people that. aren't throwing them back. <laughs> well, it's on the it's on the uh, report. What when you report your your catch, oh. you can put flounders on there. Oh, like, I didn't know, you know that. Seventeen reds and oh, five flounders. Yeah, what yeah. skate? So skate is like more like a like stingray. a ray. Stingray. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't get. They got them weird ass. <laughs> they got that weird fucking like arm. <laughs> things yeah and the smile yeah like, maybe you did weird. get that they get like the pointy nose on them too yeah, yeah. they're yeah they're like never ever of i think we did because we thought it was a fucking king dude it was fighting like yeah. insane dude and it was like what is this thing yeah i mean could you i mean is that possible no i'm not we're at the mouth yeah that sounds right have you ever seen the seals come up Oh, oh yeah! Holy yeah. smokes, man! Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. You know where I yeah. saw cool, when the tide comes like, up and they're all yeah. in there. Yeah. I, I, yeah, you know where I've seen seals before? Where in the Deshka, dude? Really? That's a long way up, man. Didn't a whale a whale made it up into the China? Really? Yeah, I was like, I don't know what kind of whale it was, but there's like it's there's articles on it. Damn. Yeah, like a whale made it all the way up Lost, in the China River man. in wow. Fairbanks. That's insane. That is Damn. way in there. Yeah. Just chasing the grayling? I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a whale. Whatever they do. <laughs> they do like this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. So we got way off topic, oh, which yeah, we yeah. love to do here. Yeah. So you, uh, so A lot of rabbit hole. Uh, char and Arctic Char and Dolly? Dolly. Mm-hmm. Okay. They get confused. And a lot of guys up on the um, north slope. Or up on like the slope rivers think that they're um, those dollies that come in. They think that they're Arctic char, but okay. Um, generally speaking, they're Arctic. But char you're not wrong either way. Well, do you hashtag yeah. both just in case? All of them, everything. Okay. You can call them both a char. You, they are char. Okay. So a lake trout is a char. A dolly is a char. An Arctic char is a char. Burke okay. trout is a char. Bull trout's a char. There's okay, so you can't go char. wrong. Hashtag char. Yeah, hashtag char. Hashtag <laughs> I love char. <laughs> I eat. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I is that char. a thing? I didn't know that. that was I a don't thing. think it's a thing. I just wrote it on. There. Okay, right. I was gonna my, start using it. We're gonna make it a thing. Yeah, a lot of my yeah. hashtags. We're gonna make a shirt. I love char. I wrote. I did like char life. Yeah, Char. I love Char. It's going to show all the different fish. Yeah. All of them. I did one like hashtag moist life. It doesn't mean anything, but I thought it, it was funny. It means something. Because so, something, was, yeah, it means something. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. That's but. like my wife's fav- unfavorite. <laughs> unfavorite. Yeah, she's like, don't say moist. <laughs> she does not like that word. And then my kids are like, moist, moist. The cake is moist. This is hands moist. This rice is so moist. <laughs> okay the other one okay the other one let's get back on topic <laughs> um another shot um steelhead mm-hmm. are often confused with what uh i guess well yeah so 
Depends Lake Trout? Who, depends on who you talk rainbow to. Trout. Rainbow, rainbow Trout, rainbow. right? Yeah, they are Rainbow mm-hmm. Trout. Okay. So Steelhead is a, is an anadromous version of a Rainbow Trout, and they're like, biology is oh, the same. Oh, so that's the only difference, really, because mm-hmm. they're anadromous. Yeah, but you can, it's hard to tell the difference between, like, uh, like a hen, like coho, and a steelhead. Like, it's really hard. If you get, like, a... Yes, I got, my son got one. It's tough. My son got one. And on the Russian River, mm-hmm. and I was, I was like, "Whoa, you got a like a steel?" I was like, "Is there even steelhead up here?" Mm-hmm. And I asked like everyone. I showed I, I I should show you the picture too, and there was a lot of like debate on yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, Do steelhead go up in there? They get up there. Yeah, why not? Yeah, right? they get up there. Yeah, I mean, don't show the picture to me. I look like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just I hashtag both. I feel like you might know more than us. Oh, holy smoke. <laughs> but we caught one on the... Isn't it the spots the, or something? Yeah. It, but sometimes it, it's just not a TV. conclusive. It's not like a all-encompassing thing. There's general... You know, if a biologist looked at it, they could most likely say either way. But, like, I'm like, we caught one on the middle Kenai, and I couldn't tell. Okay, I mean, so it could have been. It can be tough, yeah. yeah. It can be really tough. And yeah. so those two I get mixed, you know, I can get mixed up, but especially because they're coming into the river at the same time and they'll yeah. hang yeah. out in the same area. So it's kind of tough to tell sometimes. And someone listening to this podcast is probably like, you dumped me, you know, you can't. No, they'll comment. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll for, I'll send you the, I'll forward it to you. I want to read them because I'll <laughs> laugh and like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I yeah. feel like Steelhead... Like diehard steelhead fishermen are like some like diehard cheap hunters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, like all this, it is. Like, yeah. yeah, they know every fucking thing there is to know about mm-hmm. the this, that, and the other with the ram yeah. horn. That was a very rings good comparison. And, and, and then then there's like, oh, you know, you don't know shit about steelhead, and they got every yeah. opinion. And it's like, but listen, you will go ask the biologist, and they'll do the same flip flop thing. They'll bring all the other biologists in and yeah. be like, "This is not ten years old. This is nine. This mm-hmm. is not a steelhead. This yep. is that." You know? Yeah, that's and what like, I mean by that. You know, yeah. you're so there's no like strong definite. opinions of yep. like guarantee the guys that think they know for sure. Yep. But then there's a guy right next to him with just the same amount of knowledge and experience and, mm-hmm. and intelligence on it. It yeah. can be like, well, nope, because this. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. hard to tell sometimes. I mean, yeah. I am a very like. Uh, My son's gonna be so happy. I'm going home. You did get that steelhead. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is there any? Is there another one? Uh, or is that the main? Two? I had a question. Maybe in like actually catching the fish. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the difference between a like I caught a rainbow trout? Oh, in the and fight, I caught a steelhead on the fight, and, and then you can be like, oh, I'm. Like, that's a steely. Like, you can just know by the way it's tugging and fighting and, like, can you... Because so they're... Because, dude, like, they all fight different, right? Yeah. A dolly, a char, mm-hmm. a rainbow. Like, there's... I will say the grayling give up quick, huh? Yeah, they're not yeah. huge. So you're yeah, they're just like... like yeah, they're full of piss and vinegar right away, They got though. the big yeah. fins, and they get... So, kind of work those angles. If you're working really fin. light gear and you catch some nice-sized yeah. ones, I mean, mm-hmm. there's... You start, I've, I've had, I've had but I'm, I'm talking about like the before. length, the length of the fight. You know what I mean, because even oh, within oh, salmon, yeah, like well, you duh, catch yeah. a red, you catch a silver. There's like a there's a difference there, a king, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, in the fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the only time that you would ever really classify, I guess, like the I guess that you'd ever be able to put like a steelhead and a rainbow trout in like the same basket would be like on the Kenai. So like mm. if you pull on, you know, if you catch a thirty inch rainbow, 
like a rainbow, like a resident rainbow, you're you know that's a rainbow trout. Like they fight harder than the steelhead on yeah, the Kenai with their power and because they're so tall, they're so thick. the girth is just huge. I mean, like mm. the pictures of those big rainbows. Are yeah, crazy. tell me more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they get the girth and then the yeah, length. And the length. Yeah, all of it. Tall, the girth huh? and the length. I never heard a guy say a fish was tall. Yeah. <laughs> I never right. heard that either. They get the height. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that you makes can, sense. Yeah. But that, that powerful tug and the, the yeah. action and mm. kind of which it, it fights, you can tell the difference? Yeah, they'll mm. the rainbows will take off like a, you know, like a bullet. You hook those big ones. Yeah, those big ones. And then the steelhead are usually, they're longer. They don't can't get the leverage within the... In the uh, in the current and everything, so they fight hard, but you know it's not the same. So a lot of guys prefer those big rainbows than over steelhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I prefer steelhead because they're fun and they're steelhead. So and they're smart, right? Yeah, they can be. Yeah, yeah. Do you like have to be ones, at least forty years old to spay fish? No. No. What is what is spay fishing exactly? Like a two-handed fly rod, so you have a bottom handle on there. I just you I just feel wear, like there's oh, level to this see. game, and spay fishing is like cheap hunter thing. You have to wear tweed mm. though. You have to you have to filson something. Yeah. You got it. You have to. Oh, you gotta wear the hat. Mm. Like yeah. my brother busted out this thing. I was like, you're one of those guys now, dude. It's like this is what it is. You're a spay yeah. guy now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you couldn't he's even. Not, like, he's not even forty. Yeah, I know, man. I was like, you're not even forty. Those are fun though. I, 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 I'm highly intrigued with that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Would, it just would, sounds cool. Would, would that maybe be more of like in the comparable class of like compound versus... A hundred percent. I think so. Uh, uh, a trad bow. Like, I mean, trad bow is pretty extreme. Like, you got you to gotta basically like arrow animals very, very close. I think... Versus, you know, compound animals. I like think that it would kind of be like fly fishing as like the bow hunting... Of, so like rifle hunting would be like comparable to like using like spinning gear and okay. then like bow hunting mm. would be like fly fishing and then like trad bow hunting would be like spay fishing and swinging flies. Yeah. So like it's like a very traditional. It looks that's, so that's, cool. That's Man, it looks else. so cool. You do it? You're spay fishing? <laughs> she does. It looks so cool. Yeah, she's great. And then it. he's like, sh- my brother was like showing me the line. It's just like, man, he was mm-hmm. just like whipping that thing way out there. I was like, man, oh, you can, if you get good at that, I mean, man, yeah, bomb like throwing like hundred and fifty foot cast. I think it's just easier than having to like do, especially if the. I mean, I is guess the point flailing? of it. The point of it is, there's a couple <laughs> points talking to some older dudes. Obviously, if you're up and there's some sort of uh, ledge or brush behind you, but then also older dudes that have like shoulder problems, like mm-hmm. that's their way to continue. That's why. That's not why I picked it up. I picked it up because I thought it was cool. But I had started to get tendonitis in my elbow from fly fishing like mm. a lot. So um, that towards the end of the seasons when you really start swinging flies with like, and you can like you want to use a two handed rod, so like Kenai. And, like, some of the smaller rivers, you'll do, like, single-hand space stuff. So you'll run a Skagit head on, like, a single-hand rod. Mm-hmm. Like a regular nine-foot fly rod, you can run, like, a Skagit, like a Skagit What head. does that mean? So it's like a – if you look at a fly line, there's not – like the fly line has different tapers to it and different different thicknesses. So mm-hmm. the front of the fly line is heavy. Okay. And it's like thicker and it has a lot it's heavier than like the back half of the fly but line. But not weighted, just thicker. It's thicker but and it's a little bit heavier. Okay. So um 
so that's like the head of your fly line. So a Skagit head is basically taking that and compressing it into something that's like 30 feet long. Okay. And then you'll take that and you'll, and then the back half of the regular fly line is like thinner line and you'll like take that to the extreme and make it even smaller so that it'll basically it's i just run mono like heavy mono like 60 pound mono okay on my spay reel and that's your running line or shooting line and okay. then you'll have your head which is like a scandy head or which is longer version which is a longer version than your skagit head is shorter version but it's heavier and so you're basically working with that short head and then you're it's almost like glorified like you're like a roll cast so it's like a glorified I feel like you're basi is basically like using a spay rod setup mm -hmm. on a normal rod. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. He gets very... No, I like that. Yeah. I like the technical yeah. stuff. I need, yeah. it, I need yeah. it dumbed down, but his explanation <laughs> get, is... like very crazy. Because I don't understand it. So yeah. I know you know what, what I think we means. should do, which I think would be a good idea? Um, I want to go with you to the store and you mm -hmm. walk me through and we'll video that. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, this is what you should buy for this, and be like, boom, 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 the setup, mm -hmm. and then put that out on, yeah, your new YouTube video, okay. your YouTube channel. It's <laughs> coming yeah. out. Yeah, all yeah, coming out soon. Coming out to soon. A, yeah, I like that. To a blockbuster near you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Video <laughs> City on Muldoon. <laughs> they are still there. Are they still there? Man. Yes. Wow. So um, blankets. So blankets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <Beach> I, <laughs> yeah. For a state that doesn't have beaches. <laughs> I've said it before. You know, my son is addicted. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I see you like him. Or like he's already decided this is the life he wants to do. And I'm 100% in to help him whatever way it is. And this leads into the time of year that I like and dislike the most, which is called science experiment month <laughs> that's coming up at the schools and i i enjoy it a lot because it's always something to do with fishing mm -hmm. so last year we did like what's the best bait to use in the anchorage lakes and he did this whole thing and this year it, he wants to do make his own lures his own tie flying stuff like that and i know that out looking at your page you do a lot of your own tie flying you do a lot of your own fly stuff tying. fly tying tie <laughs> flying what did i say tie flying it's yeah, I yeah, that same that. thing come on man i'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm bilingual <laughs> lolo help me um so what are some like beginner like some things that, cause I want to kind of buy him the stuff that he needs in order for him to start creating his own flies. Um, do you paint beads and do all that too? No, I don't. I don't fish beads. Okay, you don't ever. Okay, you're all flies. Very rarely will I fish a bead. Okay, um, I did, but um, I so saw a picture, don't I? Oh, sometimes. Just, I'll fish <laughs> nothing else yeah, is working. I'll, I'll fish beads. Oh, okay, you know, okay. Like the last I'm, <laughs> I'm not against it, but like, yeah, I would. I don't know. Anyways, um, I would, like, you can buy the kits when it's got the vices and the oh, tool. Okay. It's got a vice and, like, all the tools, and then you can have all your materials. And then they usually come with, like, a book of, like, basic, like, patterns to use. Okay. And um, that's, like, a great starter thing. That's what I first got when I was, like, seven or something. I got, like, this kit. And yeah. I don't remember who made it, but, you know, you can get, like, these kits, and they kind of have everything to get someone started in that Um Okay, that so that's out there. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, because yeah, I was I thinking about think. like hitting people up, and then if someone's listening right now and you're willing to help out on the science experiment, 
um, like someone that kind of already knows, because I don't want to be like too rookie. I, I guess there's some benefit to being too rookies trying to figure it out. But I'd like someone in there to oh, be like, hey, you want to do this? Or like, yeah. I mean, just simple things like you should put it down instead of up, you know, in the mm-hmm. vice. Little tr- tr- yeah. tips and tricks like that to fly your own thing. Yeah. Um, do you tie, find that... Tie your own thing. God. Jeez. What did I say? <laughs> you're, you're bilingual. But yeah. It's all good. Okay. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> I'm just making sure. A N D R O U M. That's joking. <laughs> you were, you, you're, you're almost there. You only need three more letters. <laughs> um, what about uh, activities that you guys do or you do, and obviously together with um, Gabby? Other than fishing, or is that just like the main thing? Are, are you guys skiing? Are you got plans to hunt? Is there something else that you are want to get involved in, or if it's just like super dial focused? I just she'll take me about. hiking. She'll take me hiking. I'll make him go hiking. Make yeah, hiking. you do a lot of hiking. Yeah, she does some awesome hikes. We want to do hunting eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm working. I got a bow, and I love shooting it, but I can't get off the fishing thing I okay can't do so if it's yeah, like it's hey i could go fishing yeah. or i can go hunting you're gonna yep. go fishing every and every night. time i'm hunting i'm like yeah i should be still at fishing yeah like it's i i just feel like it's there's a lot of combo there there is and like oh, i've yeah. been way die hard into fishing forever but like the big the hunting thing like being able to just eat everything eat only what we've killed is yeah. like a goal you know it's like a like a short-term goal like i guess a mid-range goal you know i want to mm-hmm make it to a point where I can make a living in the fishing industry and with fishing the way that I want to do it. And that's tough the way that I want to do it. Nobody's going to pay you to fish and not do not do anything else. So that's tough to do. But, um, so, um, the hunting thing and like, you know, getting out and doing that is something that, um, I'm very interested in and like, I'm working, like working towards it. Um, it's just slow going. Um, yeah. So, but I'm I'm definitely working towards it. I think we're going to go try to poke a caribou this next weekend. Um, nice. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I've never been on a successful big game hunt, so that's always been kind of like. Well, uh, do I have a trade down. for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah. I was going to recommend. Don't take your ice auger on the caribou hunt. <laughs> okay. Right. And then you won't be tempted okay to fish yeah so if the, if the <laughs> ice auger just stays at home and you just put the rifle in the truck yeah, yeah. i disagree i say you go out there with the auger and if you come across a caribou poke it yeah. them too yeah, yeah well you could man, do that i mean i'm just saying if you're just yeah. if you're trying to like hey yeah. i can fish and i fish and i fish but this weekend i'm gonna hunt yeah just hunt we're gonna yeah. fish the night before and then mm. stay up all night and then go caribou. Yeah, yep. So yep. we're just not going to sleep for it? like forty eight okay, hours. Man. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got to ease into it, man. If it's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take it to the max and then we'll figure it out from there. Well, and what's really cool too about you know some of the hunting opportunities that are out there for you, they're in areas where you can fish mm-hmm. while you're hunting. Yeah, you know, you talk about the interior and we talked about the Cuscoquim and Cobuck earlier and some of those rivers. I mean. A lot of times you're out there floating for caribou and while you're floating and you're just killing time you're yeah. catching grayling and you know so there's you can do both mm-hmm. you know with the mindset or the mission at hand is to harvest some meat but yeah you can fish too so keep that in mind you know it'll be a yeah. great article interesting it's like is it yeah. the cat yeah, Gabby likes it get a little I've been cast of <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah it's like i'll hike it out yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh. 
Um, there you go, Gabby. Yeah. Uh, Last question for me. Uh, Is there um, a bucket list that you have as far as like species you want to get or, and um, maybe like some rivers or lakes that you want to hit in Alaska that you're willing to share. That's like, I've always wanted, like me, the Kobuk's been on my list for a long time. Mm -hmm. Is there something that maybe you haven't hit yet that you want to do or a specific species that you want to get that you haven't got to yet? Or maybe you want to get a second one or something like that. We've been chopping them down pretty good so far. Um, The Kobuk is one that I want to catch, even though we've caught sheafish. I want to go up there and catch some of the bigger sheafish. And that's like really high on the list um like i said i have like this insane addiction for steelhead so doing like more southeast stuff and like the farther out stuff Mm -hmm. i'm getting way out there and i've been making some connections down there and they're like you know it's it's um that seems like it should be happening in the next while but um yeah there's nothing you know everything that we do all the net bucket list trips that I've knocked off so far. Like it seems like once I knock something down, ten more come up that I want yeah. to do. So it's hard yeah. to pick. Or you meet somebody that's like, "What about this spot?" You're yeah, like, oh, good. Exactly. So I don't really have like, <clears throat> like we go into our summer. We go into basically, you know, we start planning now and start booking trips now mm-hmm. for next summer. So we're you know, ten months out, like from the next, you know, from trips and stuff. So everything's like. My schedule is constantly moving, and what we're doing is constantly moving. Um, so I don't really have, like, a specific thing. The Kobuk is the big one this year. Yeah. This is, like, we're – it's happening. There's yeah. no, like, we're the, – we'll, The plan we'll, is for that. We'll mm-hmm. walk We'll walk there. If we have to walk there, we're doing it. Yeah. Like, there's no – you know, so that's um, that's the big one this coming year. Okay. So. Like yeah, that yeah. sounds like a really fun trip. I Yeah. I found Sheafish on a Fish Alaska magazine, I don't yeah. know, like 15 years ago. Remember seeing photos of them, but didn't really know. Kind of like a a fish that's not really promoted a lot in Alaska, mm-hmm. and and uh, I'm not here to blast it. No, nope. but it's it's kind of like one of those things where it's just not an accessible fishery. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be one of those things where you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with people. Yep, because of the access and the mm-hmm. remote nature of where the fish are. Yep, but. That was one of the things that I was most excited about for Alaskan fishing. I mean, she fish are really, really cool fish. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't realize that, like, you know, they get the 50 pounds. And I'm like, man, there's, like, not a lot of freshwater fish that you can catch that size outside of a king salmon. Yeah. They're, they get huge, man. They're awesome. Yeah. Right. And, cool. Yeah, and there's some really great locations and spots. And the way that the predatory nature of the fish, mm-hmm. the way they attack flies and gear and very aggressive, mm-hmm. they sound mm-hmm. like one of the most, you know, amazing, fun sport fish to to target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it's the younger males, like those, like, what is it, like 12 to like 18 pounders are really the ones that are the, like, ideal. Yeah you know fish to catch as far as fight quality and um maybe you catch more of those and maybe like the big i, I think the the bigger fish are hens right they're mm-hmm. going to be females yeah. mm-hmm. most of the bigger ones that get over like a certain poundage or weight yeah. are females but i think so well do you see the video i posted my brother sent and his boys were out 
they're some ice fishing. fishing and they're ice fishing those huge she fish yeah huge I ones yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah up in um kotzebue kotzebue that's where they were mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah in brackish water yeah it's yeah. actually a, a a very um heavily harvested resource for fish to eat mm-hmm. um it's tasty know, for, i've never eaten locals one. I guess it's really, really tasty. It's just yep. a, it's a white fish. Yep. Oh, like okay. it is a species of white fish. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the biggest it's species of white fish. Yeah, yeah. Have you eaten one? Yeah, I ran into a guy at the airport and he gave me uh about ten pounds of it. That's awesome. Yep. And we grilled it and fried it and tried it different ways and yeah. it was right up there with, you know, that white fish, flaky, delicious, yeah, rich, you know, flavor. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. But I I've never put a uh, a hook in one and, and caught one, but that would be a bucket list for me too, man. I yeah. I hope you get some. I hope you get some good content. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what yeah. you come up with. Yeah, we'll take a lot of pictures at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we'll, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we'll video the whole thing, but right. yeah, yeah, dude, that's badass. Um, are you open to any of our listeners hitting you up on some questions on their setups and stuff like that, or some ideas? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. anything I like, you know. Love helping uh, helping people out and and um, yeah. Any questions you have about Alaska? I mean, if you don't you know, like I just don't ask me about specific spots. Yeah, of least, course not. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> where was this picture taken? Yeah, yeah, yeah I want yeah, this fish. Where were you? you but if you have questions on spots or generalized, you know, generalized stuff like yeah, absolutely. I love like talking to people and helping people out. Great, great. Um, Well, we appreciate you guys coming on. Gabby, Oliver, all the knowledge you have that you learned over a lifetime of fishing. Um, I think our audience will really enjoy that. Um, If you guys haven't checked out the page, once again, it's at Ollie, A-O-L-L-E-Y-E-H. In my personal opinion, I said it already. I think that it is the number one fishing page in Alaska. and I do a lot of Instagram, and so I think it's really good. It's really good. So thank you for what you've done. Thank you for sharing the information that you shared with us. Um, congratulations on the writing um, that you're yeah, doing, and hopefully stuff. that more things come from that. I appreciate you guys' time. Anyone that's listening, feel free to hit us up, and we can relay the message um, to Oliver. And thank you for coming on and, and sharing all your wealth of knowledge with us. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having a good time. Us. It was awesome. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your vodka and your and your always yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome yeah, yeah. thanks guys yeah no. thanks for listening Alaska we appreciate you and stay wild you remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing the Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it. 